mic. Mario's got a mic. We gotta we gotta talk wow. to Mario and yeah, say, clearly. Mario, tell me who wins the Super Bowl yes. and why. Yes. Wow. Well, <laughs> you know. By the way, isn't the Super Bowl this weekend? Yeah. This weekend. So yeah, we have of to, today's Thursday. Yeah. Well, isn't that we, not, is that not on the Super Bowl? We've Sunday. already started. and We already live at him. Are, are we here? We are officially live, wow. everybody. You know how long it's been. How long has it been since the last podcast? It feels podcast? like years, but how long has it been officially? Tell us. I want you to tell us. How long has it been? I think it's been since early January, before all the drama. I want to say, here we got in the notes, last time, according to our buddy Kai, last time we were together on a podcast was mm -hmm. January 7th, which wow. is what? Exactly wow. how long? It's been four weeks, give or four take, weeks, since we did exactly. the last podcast. So. I, I think we got a lot to share. A lot of you guys have been sending messages. I know you got a bunch of Soy Boy Mafia type of messages that's been sent your way. <laughs> Where the hell are you guys? Where man? are you? What was the one that uh, was sent to you yesterday? Give oh, us this a... Guy, this guy was like, all right, enough's enough. The jig is up. Like, we need an explanation. We demand <laughs> an explanation. Where the hell have you been? Where have you been? So, Pat, let me tee this up for you. Where the hell have we been? People yeah, so, so uh, uh, first of all, listen, man. You know, I got to tell you, if there's one thing I've missed is the podcast. Yeah. Because there, this is a, uh, a, a way of us talking, you know, issues, uh, different things that's going on. Have fun. It's entertaining. It's community. People are involved. Um, the last four weeks, a ton has happened. January 7th was what? What day was January 7th? What day was January 7th, Paul? That was the day after the insurrection, I believe. So if we look at January 7th, it's a Thursday. It's Thursday. Okay. So January 7th, prior to that, I had an event, January uh, uh, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. I had an event with around four or 500 people that came mm -hmm. to, uh, to Dallas, right? We had a great event. It was yep. phenomenal. It was fantastic. Came out, you know, better than we expected. Just a great turnout. And we came out the gates. We had a great January. Uh, up nearly 80% January over January over last year. It's been a good year. It's been a good year. 2021 has been a great start. But Despite all the challenges. Here's what happened. Mm -hmm. January 8th, I'm yep. going to dinner yep. with Moral and Tikran because they treated us to this place called uh, Knife. Is there a place called Knife in Dallas? Is there a place called Knife in Dallas? I think it's Knife in Dallas. Let me tell you, Knife, if you're listening. Food was absolutely delicious. And mm -hmm. guess who got the bill? Moral and Tikrin got oh. the bill. So I got to give a shout out to Moral and Tikrin. And this was a nice kind yeah. of a restaurant. Who's like my favorite couple in yeah, Dallas? Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, mean they, they, listen, could... I think it's everyone's favorite couple. You yeah. get to know those guys. I'm you the have... godfather of their son, Daniel. That's, that's, that's right, guy. that's right, that's right. So, and uh, and I'm team Dante, because Dante and I have a connection together. Yeah, yeah, so is Sam, our friend Sam. So, so anyways, we go to dinner, I come back, I get in the car. That night in Dallas, it felt like it was five degrees. And it was pretty cold and windy. Come home, I'm shaking. I said, I don't know what's going on in my body. The next day, yeah. I go get tested. And I test positive. Boom. Okay. Boom. So here we go. COVID. So COVID. So I had to quarantine the entire time I'm quarantining. I got a yeah. wife who's four months pregnant, yeah. carrying. We have to move. We have the movers coming in. Yeah. We have, you know, the estate sale. We have the 18-wheeler coming and grabbing the stuff that we're moving. We have to go to the office. We have to go drag the stuff out of the office, put it in the truck. Jen is getting the place scored away that we're moving out here. Everything is going on. Perfect timing. Perfect timing <laughs> is what it is to kick off the year. Yes. And uh, and at the same time, we are officially in Florida. We've been planning yeah. this move to Florida for quite some time. We've just, so we just made the announcement. This there is, there is official. We, the, so if you're rumors. asking, we are officially back. Uh, uh, we are officially in Florida. In Florida. We Do we want to tell Florida. them what city we're in? or We, we keep... can tell them what city we're in. We are in Boca Raton. That's where, where we are. are. We are in Boca. That's yeah. where For we're... now, we're in Boca. That's where we are. We are in we're Boca right now. We're 45 minutes uh, north of Miami. We're about a half hour south of Palm Beach. Yep. yep. I, know, I know you visited at Mar-a-Lago recently. Yep. You know, a potential... Uh, 
2024 candidate. You're Not going to happen here. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, we'll I'm, uh, see. We're, we're, we're trying to talk yeah. about the rules. We'll see. We will, we will talk a lot today. Yes. We got a lot to talk about yes, today. So anyway, so the COVID thing happened. Yeah. And uh, I think something happened to you as well with the COVID situation. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get it at the knife with the Morale and Tigris. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, you uh, got it with uh, with uh, going to uh, the, what's it, with the, the nurse. Uh, he, he went to the ER with the nurse. <laughs> was there a nurse involved? With, so go ahead, tell there us about the COVID. obviously a nurse involved, yeah. for sure. That's, yeah. my, that's my niche these days. I got it uh, probably partying in South Beach over New Year's. I thought I was, Literally? Yeah, probably. Okay. I don't know. Or I might have got it with Dallas uh, with the rest of the crew because there was like Four or five hundred other people we know in Dallas who got COVID. But I think the moral of the story is this. We've been talking about COVID yeah. and this pandemic. How was it for since, you, though? Since, you know, for, for months and months and months. But how was it? Like, I mean, you've read all these things. Yes. And you don't know if people tell you how it was for them. How was we, it for we've you? We've had conversations. You know, it's kind of, you, you kind of need to, like, go through something before you can kind of give yeah. your opinion. Yeah. So we've been talking about COVID and businesses yeah. that are shutting down. Should remain open? Should they not? Stimulus checks, this and that. And I think we can agree COVID's not fun. Right, yeah. like you lost ten pounds. I had. Probably I, I went from two forty six to two twenty six. Two forty six, twenty pounds. Two forty six to two twenty six. One week. You lost twenty pounds in one in week. a week, Pat. In one, let me tell you, when I saw what? my my dude, my abs, I looked like a Calvin Klein model. Oh damn, six four and a half, like Middle back. Eastern Calvin Klein. My abs oh, were yeah. out. I'm like this. You know, Calvin Klein likes the extremely skinny guys. Yeah, coke. I too, lost. But... I like so minus that. Yeah, no. So yeah, I mean, I, for me, I just couldn't eat. I gotcha. simply couldn't eat. So yeah. I couldn't keep anything down. So I could barely eat anything. The only thing I could eat was chicken noodle soup. But I did every single one of my conference calls, every mm -hmm. single one of my Zooms, every right. single one of anything and everything I had to do, everything was done and no one knew about it. Right. The only people that knew about the fact that I had COVID were people that yeah. work on a daily basis, my board, and that was it. And Not your even kids the kids didn't even know. No. Not you even, were living in the other room, or the other I wing was, of the house. I was and your living at Four Seasons, and I was quarantined at a room all the way on the other side. No, nothing. Yeah, zilch, zero. I couldn't have contact with those guys, and we did it the right way. You know, mm -hmm. I live with uh, our nanny, who's uh, in her sixties. I didn't want to have her get anything. Nothing happened to her. Nothing happened to Jen. Nothing happened to the kids. So it was properly done, and uh, now it's been a while. So everybody scored away, and it's good, uh, good to go. But. Again, going back to it, yeah. the, the most annoying thing about COVID is it's going to take time away from you. That's right. it. For me, I mean, for, for my yeah, experience, when I'm noticing from everybody, it's just it's going to take a week or two away from you. And it's frustrating. What was Precisely. the worst symptom you had? Yeah, so basically, uh, uh, I got back to, I was in Miami, I got back to Dallas. Yeah. A couple days later, I started feeling weird. Uh, for those of you that have not had COVID, here's my story. I had three days that I, I I was at a Friday after work. Obviously, Paul, our friend over there who's behind the scenes, he's like, Gecko, you ready for the Gecko? That's our Friday night spot in Dallas. Shout out to the greatest bar in the history of bars, the <laughs> Gecko in... Uh, they don't need an advertising yeah, budget. No, just so, listen to the podcast. Yeah, you know, we're sending gecko, people to Gecko. They're killing it. And I said, I, I think I'm going to sit this one out, guys. I don't think uh, it's time for the Gecko. And that's when Paul knew something was up. If we're not hitting the Gecko on a Friday night, so that... What was that? That's a big deal. It's a big deal. So that, by the way, did Paul ever end up going on a date with the girl from Gecko or no? No, but he did buy his, uh, her boyfriend dinner out of, out of respect. Yeah. So <laughs> much respect, much respect. I bought her. I respect God. your bought girlfriend her so dinner. much. Oh, never called never her back. Called her again. He also showed her his Ron Burgundy yes. outfit on Halloween. <laughs> Hold on, he really though? We're gonna have to. Address, we got Mario here. Yeah, That's Mario's to, voice. We'll Mario, address the elephant in the room. Over oh here. my goodness, yes. Mario. The by the way, Mario is gonna give us an analysis on who's gonna win the Super Bowl this weekend. 
Well, I can't wait to go just deep on Super Bowl. I'm really. Kai, I'm sure you. Kai can. aged and got a great tan and looks a little. Yes. Kai gave now, me a promotion. Kai yeah. said I had permission to you know, do one. We missed Kai. Here's Kai the will difference. Be back in the next Here's podcast. what most people don't know. Here's yes. what most people don't know. Mario was a spelling bee uh, a champion or expert or so he won something in spelling bee. Anytime I want to spell anything, I go to Mario first. He's the guy. I'm telling you. Mario's a ridiculous speller. I don't know where that gift I came from. I feel like there's a story there. Yeah, no, no, but, but no we're going to do it today because today he's going to do the search in English, Ooh. not in, you know, Kai's Norway adding the additional uh, six E's Nordic. and whatever yeah, else Kai it is Kai has a Viking it. keyboard. You're not going to parank us. So tell us, what's the worst symptom? So basically, I had, I had, I had, I had three days that I felt like I just got the shit kicked out of me by like jumped in, in high school. Yeah. Three days sitting in bed doing nothing. No cough, no cold, no symptoms, no fever, no nothing, no smoke. And then, um, good to go. Then I was good to go. So basically, I had to shoot, like you said, the show goes on. Yep. I had to shoot my my money episodes. episodes. Yeah. Sal's talks money in my apartment. I had to do the business in the apartment. I had to do Zoom calls. Thank God for Zoom. Thank God for Facetime. Yep. Thank God for technology. And you know, a, a week later or ten days later, I tested negative two times, and now uh, I'm back in Florida, and we're we're having a there good time. There you go, buddy. There you go. Yeah, buddy. but I think the bigger story here is maybe the lessons that we can take from all this. Something like this, uh, let's give both sides of the coin. It should not shut down the entire freaking U.S. economy or the world. Yeah, That's one side of the equation. Like, let's not shut things down. Gyms, bars, restaurants, like, we get it. But at the same time, we're young. We're in our early 40s, you know, maybe in our 30s, 20s, what have you. Um, but we do need to protect older people. Yeah, like you, I'm, you, you pointed know. at Mario at 20. Mar Mario's yeah. not in his 20s. No, no, no. Okay, just, just I didn't so say, I didn't say anything. There's only one person here in his 20s, and Kai. it's not Mario. But yeah. go ahead. And, and the person back there yeah, that yeah, remains yeah. to be named because he going. might not be here. But older people, I can see why they're like, holy shit, they're not. They're going to make it. So Very it bad. is real. Yeah. The people who are like, it's a scamdemic. It ain't real. Yeah. I ain't wearing a mask. It's yeah. like, grow up, guys. Like, There's people in the society that depend on us taking this seriously but for the most part 99 percent of us we're gonna have a shitty week or two and move on with our lives but yeah. the biggest question is i think these days is can you get it again i don't know i don't know what have you found i mean we're gonna we're gonna find out if you can or cannot i mean can you get flu again of course yeah, can, yes, can you can. can you get bronchitis again i hope not can you get you know i mean of course you can get it again so yeah uh, uh, you know, the, the idea of that you can't get it again is a, is a bit of a myth. I think you can't yeah. get it again, but it is what it is. And by the way, if you've had it yourself as yeah. well and you're watching this, why don't you comment below and tell us what was the worst symptom that you had? Uh, that was mine. That was his. And by the way, we were almost not going to do today's podcast because yeah. we are barely getting the office settled in. As you can tell, the wall is still green on yeah. this side. That wall is not going to stay green. The, the wall's painted black here. We got uh, our buddy Joker and uh, uh, Batman here. Hawk won't fit in this because the, the it's just he's he's nine three and it, it, this alone is yeah. eight. Uh, we got a lot of different things that we had to we, do. But we, we, said, we should address that this is a temporary office. Yeah, right. We just moved to Florida. We've yes. been unpacking. We've been moving. We've been hustling. Yeah. We kind of targeted this day. Shout out to you, Eric, Mickey, Mario, working day and night, getting this whole place set up. I mean, seriously, the team worked their tails yeah, they off. they did a lot. Making sure this thing came together and everybody else that was on the outside working, doing yeah, their part. Obviously, this was a very well, big shout team Well, shout out effort. to this guy right here. I mean, Mario first and foremost, this guy locked in the no lease. No question about it. He's oh. meeting with... He has to go meet with these beautiful realtors that he's falling in love with. It's tough. It's tough out there so to, be, to be Mario. But, the team um, came through. The, the team's here in South Florida. We're here now. Um, so it's good. Watch this. Mr. Zex, I lost 35 pounds when I had COVID. Okay. Wow. Uh, uh, what else we got? Okay. Good morning. Enough. How long have you been 
It's like your head situation. Like for me, my head was the worst thing, and I was bedridden literally for eight days. And you that were. Was, yeah, that yeah. was like I couldn't. I couldn't even uh, pick well, up the phone. I, that, that's our friend Paul, by the way. Paul, the, the, aka the Gecko. Um, that's my. You name. must have had it worse than anybody. From my out of knowledge, all of us, I. You had it the worst. Yeah, I, I had it pretty Wait, much. Were you right the first one like eight months ago? Yeah. So I, I started this uh, COVID movement. You kicked this thing off. Right. The, uh, I started the Soy Boy Mafia movement. Yeah. You started the Dallas wow. COVID uh, movement. I started Congratulations, this COVID stuff, bro. yeah. Nice. Shout out to first... Eric Galera. He's here. He's a former Marine. He's a stud. He's been, uh, you know, making things happen over here. He's masked up. He's muffled up. But uh, shout out. And there's some guy, shady guy behind you. I don't know who that guy is. But Pat, <laughs> let's get back to you. You've been planning, you know, you wrote this uh, Wall Street Journal best-selling book, Your Next Five Moves. So you're the guy who knows about making moves. You started off in California. You were there for 20-plus years. You moved to Texas to really grow your five business. Five years, yeah. For five years. You've been planning this move to Florida for, I assume, at least a year or so now. No, I, I'm going to have to say, yeah, March of last year it started mm -hmm. because... The moment the pandemic started, I watched how California, because we were supposed to go to Greenwich and go to New York. That's mm -hmm. what the plan was. So wow. we we looked at a lot of stuff in Greenwich. We looked at a lot of stuff in New York. I love that area. I love the, you know, the dog fight, the competition, the energy of New Yorkers. It's a beautiful place to be. Or we were going to go back to California because California is all my contacts and uh, my friends, my, you know, family, relationships. And then uh, it was Dallas, and then last minute, because we love going to the breakers yep. regularly, we love the breakers, mm -hmm. and I said, how about Florida? Yeah. So then Jen said, why don't we go take a look at Florida a little bit more? We did, and then we started looking at homes. We said, let's look at schools. We looked at five, six, seven schools. We fell in love with this one school, and then finally we said, you know, let's, let's make the move. Because I've said this before, and I'll keep saying this. If California and Texas had a baby, mm -hmm. it's Florida. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. California weather, you got Florida weather here. California's got earthquakes, you got hurricanes over here. Texas has got no taxes, you ain't paying taxes here. Mm -hmm. Florida's a little bit purple, which means you got left, you got middle, you got right, which is great. We're reasonable here. Exactly. What I'm trying to tell you is a little yeah. bit of everything. And if you like New York, you'll like here because most people from New York are leaving to come here. So yes. uh, uh, all of that combined together led to what it is today. We're leaving the headquarters, obviously, in Dallas. We're not moving the headquarters of uh, mm -hmm. uh, PHP. That stays right. put in Dallas. And uh, here, this is purely a valuetainment headquarters yeah. that we have. This is not a PHP. Well, the, you've been you've been you've been operating PHP, your your financial services company, and valuetainment out of the same office, same headquarters for a long time for five plus yes. years now. So now they are officially they need room to have more need, employees. Exactly. And we were kind of valuetainment was yeah. getting in the way in PHP. So those two, we were the loud crazy roommates. They're trying uh, to let get me tell you, done. I went there yeah. this week. I was there this Monday, right? Yeah. I went to yep. Texas this Monday. All day, all morning, I was with them. We had our Award ceremony. Got to give a shout out to MVPs. Okafor, Suazo, yeah. Ricky and Erica. Let me see if I can remember everybody. I'm going to miss one Zapala, here. Zapala probably. Zapala was MVP, Gaetan, but I'm missing one. Palayo. Oh, Phelp was MVP. Phelp. So shout Are you going to forget we, about Michael We gave these guys guy. statues, 60 I pound these statues, bust. It was just ridiculous what we did. I was sick. But uh, when I walked in, it was very quiet. Ooh. Like you can hear whispers. Ah. You, you know how people go typing like, you could hear all this stuff, right? When yeah. I walked in. 
And then I realized the reason why it's so quiet because all the loud mouths yes. of valuetainment were all gone. You wow. weren't there. Yeah. You alone count for 19 people. If oh, you really yeah. think of the amount of noise yes. Adam makes yes. should equate to 19 average human beings. Would you agree with yes, that? Definitely. It's 18 to 19. I, I can't tell you how many times people get. <laughs> I'm constantly being told to be quiet. I've, so never, anyways, I've never been told speak up, buddy. I've yeah. never heard that. Especially so, the ping pong games yes. uh, during working hours. Well, Those were always... Did nice you end up being ranked effects. first place before you left? Oh, you? this is number one thing on my resume who's right be, now. Who's beat you the most, though? Out of anyone. So, number one, I was number one ping pong player in all of the. I, the but who's beat me the most yeah. was you. Really? Was you, yes. So, who's, who was. Who, so, I well, beat you the most. I, you also would not stop playing unless you beat me. Like, one time we I played one 20 time. games in a row. Let almost. me tell you one time. I'm trying to go home to make you to dinner, right? <laughs> and <laughs> we go one game. As, as, no, one more time. Okay, we go second game. One more time. You remember how many times you beat me in a row? I think, I think it was like 15 or something. You like beat that. me 13 games in a row. Okay. And yeah. I, by the way, at this point, I had no clue you can sweat playing ping pong, by the way. We're Pat, sweating, you know. Pat's Pat shirt Jack, off. It's coming off. He calls his wife. It's going to be a late night. I'm playing, <laughs> I got a big business meeting. Finally, I think we played four more. I won two out of the four. But realistically, out of the 17 games, you beat me 15 to two. Yeah. Is what they say. So, you know. We're going to see what's going to happen here. I've hired We're a full-time trainer, former Olympian <laughs> ping pong, late at night from 10 to 2. I get trained by uh, Sergei. Like John Stamos and Entourage? Yeah, that's exactly pretty much what's going on right now in the backyard. So anyways, are, are, are we ready to get into some topics here? Yeah, I don't are we know. Are we, are, we, did we, are we done addressing the I elephant think in the room? We're here everything. in Florida. We had I, COVID. We've been waiting to move. I think We're appreciative of all the of all the support we've had from the valuetainment uh, community. All the valuetainers out there asking us, what the hell is going on here? By the way, if you're happy we're back, smash that subscribe button. If you're happy that this podcast is back and you would like us to go back to doing this two times, maybe three times a week, smash that subscribe Hold button. On, before we move on, yes. we got to give a shout out. To who? To our to my best friend in the world. Who's that? Tom Zenner. That's right. Where the fuck is Tom? Tom is not here. Tom, we miss you. We, By the I way, Tom, shout out to yeah. Tom. Tom's doing a great job with yes. VT Post. Very, very good job with VT Post. With I the agree. stories he's writing. He's doing it. And uh, Tom is all the way on uh, the West Coast. He's Obviously, in California. It's a challenge to make a move like this because kids are in school, et cetera, et cetera. It's yep. not the easiest thing to make. You know, a lot of times singles, you move, you move. But of when course. you're moving kids, you move in schools, you move in relationships. It's a lot. You move in friendships. But I mean, you have no clue how hard it was for me to move my cats. I, was oh, I knew. I mean, your cats I mean, were going to a private school they, yeah, in Addison. Yeah, they, and one thing you guys don't know about the Adam is Adam was in love with Texas. Yeah. Adam was in love I with I might have stayed just for the guest. Nightlife of Texas. Yeah. There was a very special connection you have with the mm -hmm. nightlife in, in texas versus miami it's true obviously they don't compete together at all and dallas's nightlife is here miami's dallas nightlife close. is the best in the world miami incredible. i had to you know so incredible it was tough but shout out to tom zenner um he'll be back uh yes. popping in every once in a while we're gonna have other guests here as well schedule is it, being it, set it, up we're gonna have some of the uh, old uh, uh, friends coming back yes, you're gonna see course. danielle you're gonna see Udell, you're going to see course. a whole new slew yes. of people that want to get on the Biz lineup Doc. because we're in Florida. BizDoc Biz Doc wants to make a comeback. Tom, Tom Ellsworth said, He's I'm going to make a comeback. Yeah. He says, I watched the last podcast. I'm coming to go to war against yeah. Adam, but we'll Damn. see what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, said too. Damn. And, uh, exactly, I know. So anyways, let's let me, get, let, let me give one last thing. Give just it to, to us. Give, to make this round circle all come together, you said that you went to the breakers and you said, all right, you and Jen, you fell in love with Florida. Yeah. 40 years ago today, my parents went to the Breakers, and they fell in love, and that's where I was conceived. And now, 41 years later, it is my birthday, and it all has come full circle. 
at the breakers. It all goes down, and I've never been to the breakers since. It's breakers. Do you realize, yeah. awesome. rule of thumb, you don't do your birthday. I okay. do your birthday. I'm, okay, that's bro. what is that all about? I'm just saying, I'm bringing up so the So bring it, bring what it. What are we he, doing? He couldn't wait. Can you go grab I'm just it talking already? About the are breakers. you freaking kidding me? I'm sorry. I didn't bring in the like girls. A, that's like a throw in, in the, the happy. Girl. I'm supposed to I say happy birthday. I just to talk about the birthday. Gosh. I didn't want to have a big Are we big not thing. giving you enough love? Are you not getting no, enough attention at home? If that you bring you have a mariachi, so let me tell you, no, no, right no, now, let me tell you what we're, our mariachi yes. guys from Dallas wouldn't show up, but we got you a couple different unique things here. If you got it, one, we got some soy milk. <laughs> I think it's appropriate for all of us yes. to have a shot of soy Thank milk. You. This is for you. This is. Should uh, I chug uh, this? I might just on behalf of the entire crew. Do we have the rest of the stuff? Okay, it's gonna be here in a minute. Freaking Adam couldn't even wait to have this happen. I didn't. I didn't know you really. You know, I just wanted to talk about. I just wanted to talk about. I don't think we know not the right timing, Adam. Not the right timing. You don't know it's guys. I'm out of here today. Like. You know, uh, my apologies. killing me here. I'm I, not even trying to. I was talking, talking no, about the breakers. I'm you talking about the just, breakers. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You want, you're talking about breakers. Do you have it or you don't have it? Sam, if we don't have it, we'll wait. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Let's just The cake and balloons, that. guys. Adam already announced his birthday. We want to we wanna get his cake and balloons. No, we don't need any cake and balloons. Please okay. Well, that. while you're. But shout out to Doug. He gave five bucks at the Soy Boy Mafia. I appreciate Adam's it. Birthdays. Uh, we had Soy a guy Mafia. here. Adam said, pay, pay, yeah, gave 35 and said, PBDF, search online for the unsuccessful. Okay, hang on. There's there we go. Happy birthday to you, buddy. Oh, my Happy God. Happy birthday to Thank you. you. On three, guys. Buddy, Ready? One, on two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Adam. Happy birthday to you. That's Adam awesome. Sosnick, how Thank you, you feeling, man? Feels great. Feels great. Couldn't ask for a better birthday present to be one-on-one -on -one with PBD on our first podcast. It feels very great. And I got my soy boy protein over here. I'm going to chug this. We're going to get show. hammered on your yeah. soy. We're going to take shots of silk go. milk. Happy birthday, Adam. Send Thank him some you. love. Send Thank him you. some love. Okay, there you go, Okay, buddy. we can move this. No, 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 leave it, man. It's appropriate. It's okay. stay. We, I want to make sure you know the entire time we appreciate you. Okay, thank I you. I want this thing to stay right thank here. You. Love you, buddy. Props. Thank you. We love you, you too, thank bro. 100% the you. entire team I didn't mean to ruin the surprise here. It's all good, bro. We 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 knew it's your birthday. We wanted I wanted to, to just move on We're going to go to lunch today. We're going to do oh dinner. You're going to be treated oh, today. Buddy, come on, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. And kosher, too. Yeah, all of it. It freaking better be. So are we ready? We're ready. Let's get into it. Okay. We're ready. Paul, Mario, we're going to come to you for advice as well and counsel as well and feedback. We're going to so need Be that. ready to give we're some I'm feedback. I'm ready, Pat. I, I know I've Mario's been, done I've a been training all night. Mario's done a lot of research last night. Oh okay. Oh, my God. All right. So, first of all, Adam said, uh, Adam Brasic, shout out to you, PBD. Uh, he gave $35. I have research wow. online, but have been unsuccessful. Can you please post the link to the greatest general in history story that you referenced? You know, it, honestly, the book is a small book that John Maxwell has. It's a blue book from like 20 years ago. Adam, can you do me a favor? Send me a message on Instagram, and if I don't respond back, send it again two or three times so it comes up, and I'll personally go try to look for it and send it to you, and I'll send a link to you from Amazon. Send that message to me. I'll try to find it for you. And then, Adam, you're just getting a bunch of love from everybody. Thank Same you, act. guys. I appreciate you know, it. If you love Adam and you, you want to give him a shout-out, you know, I'll put the link below for his Instagram account. Go give him some. One of our friends so, said, happy soy boy day. That's great. Seriously. Awesome. I mean, this is they got to make it official here in Florida. Okay, so... From the last time we spoke, yes, sir. Till today, mm -hmm. capital—that's insurrection, gone. craziness. Okay. We have Joe Biden is no longer president elect. He's, he's the, our president. He's the guy. He is the president. I know you have a nice painting of him on the wall. So he's the Big president. Time. 
Uh, from that moment till today, Jack Ma resurfaced. Okay, he Finally. went away. Yes. He resurfaced. Retrained, re-educated. GameStop, you know, we'll Wall Street bets, bit, yep. you know, they went up against, you know, Wall Street, and it wasn't pretty. You know, Melvin Capital lost a lot of money. Seth Citron, Cohen and those Citadel. guys had to give him $2.75 billion and bail him out. And it was just not a pretty situation that took place, right? And then Trump's getting impeached second time from last time to this time. Biden's cabinet's official. Janet Yellen is the first female Treasury Secretary. It's in. It's locked in. Mm -hmm. Pete Buttigieg is the first openly gay cabinet confirmee and youngest transportation secretary in history. All of this stuff has happened in the last four weeks. Some of it is old story. We don't need to really talk about it. Yeah. Some of it we'll cover right now as well. But let's go into a couple different stories that we have going on right now. That's maybe business, and then we'll go into some of the other political stories, mm -hmm. sports. We'll cover all of it. So first one I think we ought to get into is Uber. Uber agrees to buy alcohol delivery service Drizzly for $1.1 billion. Yeah. Okay? $1.1 billion. Uber agrees to buy them. Founded in 2012, Drizzly has become the leading on-demand alcohol delivery service in the U.S. and is available in 1,400 cities. The purchase could help drive people to see Uber's app more often. Uber Eats has been a key segment to Uber's business amid the COVID-19 pandemic, which has dramatically reduced the number of people leaving their homes. During the, this time, during this time, our business has been uh, seeing growth, extraordinary rates. Uber CEO Dara said on CNBC, Drizzly said it had more than 300% growth uh, this past year, the deal is expected to close within the first half of 2021. Uber said it anticipates that more than 90% of the consideration to be paid to Drizzly shareholders will consist of shares of Uber common stock and the balance will be in cash. So a 90-10 right. split is what they're doing. At the same time, Uber has uh, offloaded some of its uh, more cost-eating transportation segments. The company last May transferred its electric bike and scooter business jump to Lime. Uber also sold its self-driving unit advanced technology group to its startup competitors. Aurora Innovation on December 7th at a valuation of $4 billion at the same time. So what are your thoughts about this Drizzly and $1.1 billion purchase by Uber? So, yeah, this is – I'm glad that you started with this. So if there's anybody that can speak about the advantages of using Uber, it's the guy that hasn't had a car in freaking 10 years. Mm -hmm. So, well, right now I'm carpooling with my mom for the next week until I move into my apartment. <laughs> Shout out to your mom. Yeah. Coolest mom out there. She's cool. She's cool. She's groovy. I feel like I'm 17 years old again, you know, carpooling my mom. Um but I Uber everywhere. And let's talk about what Uber is focusing on and what Uber is basically deleting from their um, focus. So you got Uber. By the way, we tried to take an Uber package the other day. Mm -hmm. People are coming in town. We need to give them their keys. Yeah. Seven people who work at Valuetainment couldn't figure out how to order an Uber package. So in Uber, here's what you have. You can take an Uber. All right, I need to go to my friend's house. I'm taking an Uber. You can go Uber Eats, right? You want to order in food. You're staying in. Everyone's there in COVID. You're, you're ordering in. You got Uber packages. Hey, uh, Clarissa, uh, Leo, they just got in town. We got to give them their keys. Send them the keys in a package. You don't have to go drive over there. Wink, wink at Mario. They'll send them the package. That's easy. They got Uber groceries. So they're competing with the Instacarts of the world. And now they're basically saying, look, we got liquor too. So they're basically saying, listen, work at home, eat at home, drink at home, party at home. Where, if you, everywhere you need to go, just we got you, Uber. What do they not have? Thank you, buddy. Move that, move that out of there. Thank you. It was cutting uh, Mario's head off there. We want to make sure. We got to see Mario. This is actually pretty interesting. They stopped their e-bike um, focus. They're, they stopped their self-driving component. Yep. And this, I had to reread this like three times. The flying taxi unit? What the hell is that? They were, the 
they announced it was selling their flying taxi business called Elevate. Was that? Was that? Is that? Am I reading that correctly? Flying cars? Yeah. Flying what is taxi. this? Back to the Future? This is going to happen? I mean, what do you think is going to end up happening? I mean, I don't know. I feel like Elon Musk is going to take over that business. Who knows with that? But this just this move with Drizzly specifically for a billion bucks, ninety percent in shares, ten percent in cash, makes complete sense with their focus of you know staying at home, ordering in, ordering packages, getting your liquor. <clears throat> so that's my take on it. What are your thoughts? So. First of all, just so you know, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. at the peak of the pandemic in April, do you know how much the sales of Drizzly was up? You guys know, what do you, what do you think it was up during April, May? How high do you think their stock went up? Sales S- coming in, sales coming in, not stock. Percentage-wise or? Percentage-wise. 135%. 700 to 800%. You took the under on that. Is how high they were. So Explain and then that. Why do you think that was? It leveled around 350, yeah. 350% for the rest of the year pretty much. And you you heard, you know, in this article I'm reading, it says, you know, they've seen growth of, you know, growth of 300%, et cetera, et cetera. So why? Well, people stayed home mm-hmm. and they had drinks. They're depressed. Let me get a drink. Let me get a second one. Let me get a third one. And then boom, let me order. Let me order. Let me order. Yeah. Easy access. I, you know, I can just go get it. It's going to come to me. And uh, so, you know, that showed uh, what direction potentially the world is going to. So mm-hmm. Uber's sitting there saying, wait, if people are ordering liquor the way they are right now, why don't we own that business? Are they assuming there's going to be another pandemic? Are they assuming it's going to be more work from home? Are they assuming this is the direction that things going to go? Yeah. Working from home, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. Uh, but they definitely made the right move. This is a very, very smart strategic uh uh, purchase that they made, and I think this is going to be benefiting Uber uh, in a big way for a very long time. This isn't going to be a small business here. This, this $1.1 billion business that they bought, look at this $1.1 billion business, how quickly it's going to end up being a $20, $30 billion business. Oh, you think so? Oh, buddy. You know, <laughs> listen, alcohol ain't going away. <laughs> you know, breakups are not going away. Depression yeah. is not going away. People being depressed, feeling bad, celebration down birthdays birthdays it's not going away we're trying to convert people to drinking soy yes but drizzly look for my new line of soy based alcohol that's coming out (laughs) it'll be on the valuetainment shop check that out at valuetainmentstore.com what uh, paul do you have any opinions on drizzly let's see what paul wants to say about drizzly Uh, i do i do think it's a good idea um anything deep tell us outside of a good idea do you have any deep thoughts on this topic (laughs) I do think it's a good idea. Guys, that's Paul's car. Yeah, so yeah, I don't, really, no, no, we'll go, I don't think I have anything deep idea. on Drizzly. It's not a You deep told concept, me all but night you've been prepared. They're maximizing. Oh, you just had your moment yeah, right there, here, Paul. Here's the freaking bottom line. You have the choice of ordering liquor into your house, the couch, or going to the freaking gecko. We all know where you're going. You're going to the bar. You're going to the gecko. You're not a stay-at-home and drink kind of guy. Yeah, look. I, you go I, hit the streets. I think it all depends on what state you're living in. I think in certain states, it's really going to have a huge impact. Yeah. Like places like Florida and Texas where places are open, I don't see it having as much of an impact versus California where everything's closed. Yeah. I could see that having a huge impact. Or if you're up north in the winter and if, if you're New up York, north if in it's the winter, Minnesota, if it's Connecticut, yeah. you're That's a good point. Gonna, I like that. That's a good go. point. You went yeah. deep. You, you know went what? deep. Good for you, deep guy. All right. So Parler CEO fired by the board. Huh. Uh, Parler has terminated CEO John Matzi, according to uh, Meme uh, Mart's uh, Memo Mart sent to staffers that has been obtained by Fox News on January 29, 2021. The Parler board controlled by Rebecca Mercer decided to immediately terminate my position as CEO of Parler. I did not participate in this decision. I understand that those who now control the company have some uh, communication to employees and other third parties that have unfortunately created confusion and prompted me to make this public statement. Matsy wrote that over the past few months, 
he has been met constant resistance to his original vision for the social media platform following Amazon Web Services' decision to shut Parler down for failure to moderate egregious content related to the January 6th Capitol riots. Thoughts? Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm going to bring a couple couple points here, and then really I want to get your take on this because you're a CEO of a company, a founder of a company, and I want to get your opinion on this. You know how old this guy is? The founder of Parler. Late 30s? He's 27, 28 years okay. old. That's pretty impressive. Very. Okay, 28 years old, you're the CEO of Parler. How much do you think this guy's worth? Well, at the, at the peak or at the low? Because right now, I don't know. I checked his net worth. Oh, I don't think it's an accurate net worth you read. Really? Uh, there's no way the net worth is accurate. His, wow. his net worth collapsed probably 70, 80% in the last 90 days. So what I think was, it's gone down in the last 90 of, days. Well, what did it say his net worth is? 10 million bucks. Okay. Now, he's, uh, he's probably worth you know a number like that because a company went all the way up to you know, seven fifty, seven hundred fifty million dollar company is what. Is it a public traded company? No, or no. Okay, I, I don't saying, know if it's. Gotcha, all gotcha. I'm saying is, uh, as far as the way they gotcha. were valuing their company was around yeah. being half a billion to a billion dollar company. Wow. So from that to the drop off, it's a complete different story. Yeah. But what do you think about them so firing him, the that, board? That, that, I have. I listen. You're the CEO of a company. You're a founder of a company, right? I mean, all I've ever been is a VP of sales at a company. I've never yeah. founded a company. What does that entail when you found a company? You're the CEO. I assume that you have a major hand in selecting yeah. the board members. Yep. And then they say, hey, buddy, Pat, hit the road. What does yeah. that feel like so, as a CEO and so, a founder? So that means he doesn't have control of the board. That means they own more shares of the company potentially than he does. So it's not like he is the founder, the CEO. That means he raised money uh, to the point where, matter of fact, let me look at Crunchbase. Can yeah. you look at Mario? Pull up Crunchbase and type in Parler. Crunchbase. Go to Crunchbase. Crunch base and then type in parlor and parlors with an E. You think it's with an O, but it's with an E. Parlor. Uh, let's see how much money they've raised. Parlor. Do you see it? Okay, type in parlor. <clears throat> he just told you it was with an E, uh, Mario. Did he do O? Yeah, he went O. Okay, parlor. He's showing us his O. There face. you go. Kai was texting me. Okay, so go to <laughs> click on parlor right there. I go up a little bit. Go up the other way. Yeah, yeah. Founder 2018, Angel. Okay, keep going up. Up, up. What? So they haven't raised money? Wait, that, okay, number of investors, two highlights. Click on that to the right, right, right there. there. Uh, Rebecca Mercer, Angel, Angel. Okay, click on Robert Mercer. See how much he gave. Are they disclosing it or no? Go up, go up. Robert Mercer. It says undisclosed amount. Raise okay. an undisclosed amount. Then go to the next one. Go back and see if we can find that if Rebecca's number is public. Interesting. Why would you make it undisclosed? Uh, and this is also undisclosed. They're not saying it. Same thing. Okay. Okay. Walk well, us what you just did here. By okay. The way. So okay. So go go to another company. Go to Robinhood. Okay. Type in Robinhood for us yeah, to look at Robinhood. That's in the news right now. Yeah. Robinhood. So you you'll go to see. Crunchbase.com. Crunchbase.com. And what is Crunchbase? Crunchbase tells you the the raising of money, the organization details about like right there. Look, if I want to find out Robinhood how much money they've raised, click on total funding amount right there. And then it tells you every time they raise money. So go down the first time they raise money, all the way down to the first round. They raised, uh, show, okay, so you have to have the, the free trial. Okay, they raised $323 million a year and a half ago, July 22nd, right. Series E. So E means D, C, B, A, four well, rounds prior to Ironically that. enough, two days ago, three days ago, they, they had their $2.4 billion. $2.4 yeah. billion. $2.4 billion. In the middle of the whole game. So then if you want to find craziness. out who it was, click on the number six. Click on uh, convertible note Here. Robinhood right there. Yeah, Let's see who was the people that were involved. 
It's big names. It's not small names. Sequoia Capital, Ribbit, New Enterprise Associates, Index Venture. I mean, they got, and recent Horowitz. I mean, they got the main guys that are putting money with them. Six investors came in, put $2.4 billion. So parlor, In the middle of all that. In a, but listen, all yeah. of this stuff that people are saying with Robinhood. Yeah. Look, you can say all you want about Robinhood. You can say anything you want about Robin. Take shots at them all you want. Last Thursday, they had 175,000 new people that downloaded their app. And last Thursday, they had more people using Robinhood than all the other brokerage accounts combined. Let Get me put this again. Here. Last Thursday, after all this heat, after all this being trashed by AOC, Musk, everybody that trashed them, right? Last Thursday. They had more people on their app than anybody else, all their competition combined, right? Let's name the competition who they're competing e -trade, with. E-Trade, Short Trade, Scott Schwab, Trade. Schwab, Vanguard, Schwab, all All that. of them. So Robinhood is bigger than all these guys now. Not, no, I didn't say bigger. Traffic. More people. There. Remember, oh, it's a free okay. platform. Right. So the market is not the market of higher echelon. You gotcha. know, it's more $500. I'm going to buy one stock. I'm going to buy 10 their stocks. Their quantity, not quality. Their quantity. And, and now maybe some quality? They're, they're starting to get quality. Gotcha. You're not going to just stay quantity for too long. You start off with but quantity. Robinhood and is no joke at this point. Robinhood is a 25 to $30 billion company Are these today. big guys, these Schwabs, these E-Trades, these e Scott Trade, these Vanguard, yeah. these Fidelities, they got to be a little bit nervous with this new guy on the Let's block, Let's no? stay on Parler, and okay. then we'll go to that here in a minute. So on Parler, let's talk about Parler. So I yeah. don't know how much those guys bought from the company. I don't know. When somebody comes in and they give you money, the next step after agreeing to give money, mm -hmm. guess what's the next thing that's talked about? Control. Controls. Right. What controls I have. So what is controls? Your salary, your bonus, uh, how much money you can spend without, without our approval. If you want to make uh, spend $100,000, you don't need our approval. If you're spending a penny above $100,000, you need to get to approval. That can be a quarter million, a half a million, and that can go up as the company's grown and you're doing a better job. Yeah. The controls could be what other things you can do outside. The controls could be a lot of different things when you're raising money, right, with the company. I don't know the controls of this guy. I have no idea. I don't know how he set himself up. If he's 27, 28, he could be smart, he could be brilliant, but he's not that experienced to know what controls matter mm -hmm. and what controls don't matter. When a, You hear the saying, when a man with money meets a man with experience, mm -hmm. the man with experience, leaves with the money. Right. The man with the money leaves with the experience. Yes. He just left with the experience. Wow. Okay. Profound. That's ex literally exactly That's what exactly happened. That's exactly what just happened. Gotcha. He just left with experience. So now, they're firing him. Mm -hmm. What the hell does that mean you're firing him? Does this mean you have somebody in mind that you're going to recruit that's going to be able to get the web services up and Parler's going to be back up? So for some of the people that are Parler, like, pro parlor community mm -hmm. this could be a good thing because if the board is firing him maybe they think if they bring somebody from a google maybe they think if they bring somebody from another company to make the company be more independent right in the middle maybe they bring a former executive from amazon right. to bring maybe they think that connection is going to get amazon to say fine we'll go because the person that's mm -hmm. now running the company is a former executive of amazon or whatever now we feel a little bit more comfortable i don't know but if you do make a public firing of a CEO, you do not look good if you don't have a plan afterwards. Gotcha. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Of course. If you just fired me, you better have a plan. So if within the next week, Parler's board <clears throat> doesn't have a new guy, gal, leader that's going to be running it, that starts showing progress, what was your point about firing the guy? What statement did you want to make? Mm -hmm. Like, what was the motive? Parler's down. Nobody's downloading the app. They don't have AWS. All the other web services don't want to give them the business. They keep saying, oh, we're going to come out with a new web service. Oh, something's going on. Something's going on. If you don't have a replacement, 
you're going to look like a fool yourself. So the board's about to look like a fool if they don't come out with a replacement. This is not just him looking bad. The board's also going to look bad if they don't bring somebody that's going to make the company go back to being... Let me ask you a question yeah. on that. Do you think that companies are being put in a position to maybe uh, a pressure position to make these type of decisions to make the masses maybe feel better about their company? How do you think they're processing decisions like this? Because a lot of it has been happening the last few weeks on decisions being made that yeah. are made by others. So, not- so that's a great question. So this leads to Robinhood, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking about Robinhood. So what does the name Robinhood mean? What does the name Robinhood mean? Steal from the rich, give to the poor. Steal from the government. No, remember, remember, Robinhood cartoon was never steal from the rich. It was steal from the tax stealer, mm-hmm. which is the government. The people, monarchy. People get this confused. They think it's stealing from the rich. The rich was the government. Right. That's what it meant. So it's not steal from the rich. The rich creates jobs. The government who forces tax on you is who they want. Robin Hood wanted to get mm. money back from. Not the small business owners that were selling bread and bread. Robin Hood never went and tried to take money away from the people that are creating small businesses. Right. That wasn't the idea. Robin Hood was trying to take money back from who? The big government that's bullying the average guy that doesn't have any control because of regulation, right? Okay. People imposing taxes. Yeah, so Robin Hood started off as a great idea. It was purely accidental. It went from what it was. I mean, you did a great video on it yourself just a couple days ago. It went, it went from what it was. Hey, this is for average investors. You're not going to have to pay anything. Just come over here and da, 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 you know, do your trades. Beautiful story. Mm-hmm. And it grew. And it got the attention of a lot of different people. Lots of big names. Lots of Hollywood people. Lots of celebrities. You keep seeing videos and advertisement from these guys that keep doing their thing. But eventually, when you raise $2.4 billion, your boss is no longer the customer. Your boss officially changed. When all of a sudden you go from your customer is middle America, but your owners is Wall Street, Mm -hmm. you're conflicted. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. So who are you loyal to now? Who do you have to listen to now? Who can fire you now? Who can say, you know, you got to get out of here now? You're sitting there saying, well, these guys, this company is at $30 billion. My net worth is now X, Y, Z. What do I do? How do I keep them happy? How do I keep the consumer happy? But I got to make sure these guys are happy. Mm -hmm. When they said, when he shut down and said, no trading, like. You're talking about Vlad. Yeah, uh, I mean, you think people are naive when Elon Musk's asking those questions on uh, Club. um, Clubhouse. Clubhouse, and he's just grilling them 16 minutes. And uh, going back and forth, I mean, you, you don't think people are naive that what happened there, but it's not the point. The board, the founder starts with a vision. And the vision is, here's what we're doing this company for. The board, the buyer of the company, when they come in and they're like, listen, we love your vision. Keep driving a company. Mm-hmm. But we like profits. That's what we like, okay? So if you want to focus on profits, this. So the, the relationship between those two has to be set up in a way where the vision and the cause doesn't change. If the vision and the cause changes, you could potentially lose your customers that you already had, although that's not happening in Robinhood. But today you're living in a different time. You're living in a time right now where you're seeing a parlor, you're seeing a Robinhood, two different stories. Parlor founders, uh, maybe the guy that came out saying, we got to go against Facebook, we got to go because freedom of speech, we have to have people to be able to say whatever they want to say because that was his message, right? That's what that we're going to do. Vision. But the money guys are like, listen, that's great. We just gave you 10 million bucks. Mm-hmm. We just gave you 50 million bucks. I'm sorry. Give us our $50 million back. I don't have that kind of money. Now we're changing it. So to change is we have to bring somebody that's going to mm-hmm. be a little bit more reasonable, a little bit more this. Someone who probably gets along with big tech a little bit better. You kind of have to do that right. today. You yeah. kind of have to do You got to follow the laws today on the social side mm-hmm. because 
So one day I had a group of people in my office and I wrote a map. I said, uh, the Democrats are brilliant. Dude, they're so brilliant. And I was having this conversation last week, I think, with uh, Robert Kiyosaki, I think it was. I don't know who it was. I, somebody was having this conversation call, last yeah. week. Yeah. And I said, Republicans chased money. Democrats chased influence and control. Mm-hmm. Period. Let me say that one more time. Yeah. Republicans chased money, which was what? Man, let me just make money and leave me alone. Okay? So traditional business that you go to. That you don't have influence, but traditional business that you go to. Are you talking to. about politically or actual independent, like voters? I'm talking politically okay. and power player billionaires. Gotcha. That's what I'm talking gotcha, about. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Democrats said, no, we have to control voice. Hmm. So what did Democrats billionaires start buying? LA Times, New York Times, Washington, Washington Post, Post, Time Magazine, et cetera, et cetera, right? Uh. Then what do they do? Amazon Web Services. Now it's the biggest. They're mm-hmm. killing it, what they're doing. Amazon, Facebook, Google. You know, Twitter, go through all of them. Dorsey, yeah. All of these guys. For Republicans now to compete on the Mm. media side, you know how long it's going to take for them to compete in the media side? Decade. Two decades, not one decade. No way. Two decades. On the media side. On the media side, it's going to take two decades for them to even have a shot. And by the way, two decades from now, you think it'll be 50-50 even? No way. Two decades from now, it will still only be 70-30. Where do you think it is now? Oh, I think it's 98 to 2 right now. That, 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 that big of a Give me on huh? the right what the media has. One channel. Yeah, they got Fox, you got Newsmax, you got Newsmax the... Uh, is not, Newsmax is not at the level. You don't put those guys at that level yet. Newsmax... On, uh, as far as an NBC You do not put them at that CNN, level yet. Like that. By the way, if you look at right now, it's MSNBC, it's CNN, it's Fox, then you got CBS, ABC, you know, all mm-hmm. those other guys are all on, uh, on the left. They're not on the right. So... So this is a little bit more of a long-term strategy that, you know, folks got to sit down and kind of think about on what's taking place. You can't just sit there and say, let me tell you, this is not fair and this is not this. No, it's not called not fair. It's called competition. Mm-hmm. And it's called, you know, uh, 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 some of the strategies that you had Republicans on your side kind of didn't help you out. And if you don't start making some changes right now, you're going to have to behoove and you're going to have to bow down to whatever they have to tell you because they control that's just what's going on, period. So there, there needs to be a major, like, you know, I'm, I'm on a flight back with a guy, uh, Jerry. I'm trying to sleep because I, I had three hours of sleep that day. There was a award ceremony. I'm trying to sleep. A couple days ago. A couple of days ago, but Jerry's got great stories, phenomenal stories. And he's telling me, you know, 1967, he started working for Bell. And back in the days when, a, you know, uh, AT&T had a, uh, what do you call it, a... Um, Monopoly because AT&T pretty much controlled the market and the government had to come in and break up AT&T because you could only buy phone system from one place. So AT&T would come in and they would say, hey, you know, you got three plans. Which one do you want? I don't like any of these. No problem. Okay, Okay, cool. Good luck. (laughs) So can you imagine there is nobody else that's coming to your house afterwards? So the government said you can't do this. So they broke them apart. Then they became different companies. Anyways, he finally said, he said, you know what's the one thing about Democrats against Republicans? He said what? He says Republicans compete against each other. Democrats unify, even mm-hmm. if they hate each other. You have to give them credit. They are united, even if they hate each other. There is more going on today with all these businesses, Parler, Robinhood. It's, it's more political than people even realize today. This is no longer about just doing business today. It's not. It's a complete different game. So a 27, 28-year-old that's going in, yeah. and, and, you know, the Zucks of the world who started Facebook, Zuck's brain is also a different kind of a brain. It's not a regular brain. It's, you know, in the, in the Gates brain and the Jobs young brain, those brains are wired in a different way. 
to compete nowadays, you, you need to be ready. And you need to have influence from many different places, especially in the social media game. Let me, uh, something that's on my mind since we're going to go back to the yeah. parlor CEO, he's 28 years old. Zuck's probably in his late 30s now. Um, you said a quote uh, a little bit ago. You said, show me two people. The man with money meets a man with experience. The man with the experience walks away with the money. The man with the money walks away with experience. Yeah. You know, we have an audience who are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, what have you. Um, give us, you founded PHP. You were how old? 30, 31. Okay, 31. But, yeah. at the, but up until that point, you were you were a big dog at your former company. I was doing good. Okay. Yeah. You're now 42 years old. 42. Walk us through PBD, founder, CEO, 30 years old. Yeah. Versus PBD, CEO, <clears throat> founder, 40 years old. And use that analogy between money and experience, because now you have both. Back then you had little, right? You had some money, some yeah. experience. Yeah. If PBD when who's 30 meets PBD when he's 42, what happens? Well, like, well, let me ask you a question. Trump, 74, when he becomes 72, 71, when he becomes president, mm -hmm. does he have a lot of experience? Of course. Does he have a lot of money? Yeah, sure. Does he have as much experience in politics as politicians have experience in politics? Probably not, no. It doesn't matter how much experience you got in business or in wealth that you have if you go enter a field that you don't have experience in mm. you will get schooled gotcha experience and money like experience in one place doesn't mean that that experience bleeds into every other thing that you do mm. right you and so what happens when you do that the biggest thing that changed from the 31 year pbd to 42 year pbd is asking counsel and then processing for myself so hey i don't have all the answers 31 yeah. year old i have all the answers you don't have all the answers 42 year old Yep. You know, hey, what do you think? What happened here? What happened here? What should we do here? What do you think about this situation? So it's a little bit more of asking for counsel than I know exactly what I'm doing. By the way, both is needed because you need a little bit of, I know where I'm doing. We're going to go yeah. take over the world. You need that drive and the fire to go out there, right? That level of determination. But the experience comes with, hey, we're about to do this. What do you think about this? Mm -hmm. I would take this angle. Tell me why here. Okay, interesting. Let me go ask Johnny. Johnny, what do you think? Bobby said this on the board. Mm -hmm. you know, so it's a little bit more wanting to get counsel rather than I know exactly what I'm doing. Trump got, got into politics, became a president, did what he did four years. He said everything he said he was going to do. He did it. And then, but he didn't win allies on the left. And you don't have to win 100% of them. Yeah. Not 1%, not 5%, not 10%. You need them. Especially today, you need them. In the business world, you do as well today. Because... All this stuff about Wall Street bets. Well, Wall Street bets, you know, here's what they're going to do. They're taking down Wall Street. Really? <laughs> what kind of context do they have? Because Melvin Capital, Capital, Seth Cohen, Citadel, Citron, all those guys have to do is make 5, 10 phone calls in D.C. Then they create new regulation. Then they create tougher barrier to enter. Then they're able to target companies like Reddit. Because they have the contacts all the way at the top, which is politicians. It's a different game today mm -hmm. than it's ever been before. It's always been like this. Don't get me wrong. You've always had to have an element of this. But today, you got to be ready to compete in the next level. So are you saying that the Wall Street Bets Reddit community are not as powerful as they're somehow being made out to be? Because I'll give you a quote. You know, uh, Chamath Palapatia. Yeah. Very smart guy. Brilliant. Potentially running for governor of California. Brilliant guy. He's out there. He's talking about everything. You know, he's said things like, let the big airlines fail, companies fail. I agree He with said, that. oh, you do? Because we could talk about that. If you, yeah, don't, you did I a, fully agree with you that. You did a four elements of capitalism I episode. I fully agree with that. Freedom to fail. You talked about that. Freedom to buy, can, freedom to try, freedom yeah. to sell, freedom to fail. Freedom to fail. Yeah. Uh, he says, 
Wall Street Bets is now officially the number one hedge fund in the world because they are a democratized and decentralized platform. And this is his opinion, obviously. But I don't disagree with that. Okay. I, I, everything what you just said, I don't disagree with that. Mm -hmm. But here's the here's the issue. Yeah. Who, who was the most famous people in the world four months ago? Most famous person in the world, powerful person in the world four months ago. Well, maybe Trump was four months ago. Well, four yeah. months ago. Yeah. What happened to him? Goodbye. What happened to his Twitter account? See what happened later. to his Facebook account? Peace out. When's the last time you said, let me check on Trump's tweet. Here's what Trump said. To, uh, when's the last time you heard? Best two months of my life. By the way, you know what's crazy? <laughs> Not for CNN. They're yeah. down 44% so so, yes, yes, viewership. Yes, yes. Forty-four percent. In the last thirty days. That's a scary thought. Thirty days is a long yes. time for business all of a to be sudden, down forty-four percent. Trump would, say, would tweet something. You huh? can't, what are you going to do? Joe Biden's the greatest of all time. No, no. one cares. Yeah. People want anima People want mm -hmm. media's that right. So they're now taking a hit. MSNBC's taking a hit. They're firing people. They're letting go of people. They're trying to get into market for somebody to buy them. They don't have money. CNN doesn't have money. They can't sustain this for too long. That's what Bezos was talking about buying CNN. Yeah. This is not sustainable long term. So. Yes. So um, you're saying that they, you wish that they wish they had still had Trump as a president? Because obviously CNN has done everything in their power to get Trump the hell out of office. Now you think that they're no, sort you're... of regretting that decision for ratings purposes, for money purposes? What was your question? When you started your, your question, you were asking We were talking about, about Wall Street bets and okay. influence and power. Yeah. And you got the Melvin Capitals. So what I'm trying call. to tell you is yep. if, if the government can team up against Trump mm -hmm. and take him down, who the hell is Wall Street bets? Yeah, okay, I'm with you. Who is Wall Street Bets? You know, 7.2 million subscribers. By the way, for me, mm -hmm. you need a Trump. You need a Wall Street Bets. You need an AOC. A check you, on the other you side need, of the you, yeah. I'm, I'm the, you need all of this. Mm -hmm. When you eliminate and you make the other powerful, the other also becomes weaker. You need all of these guys. Right. Just like you need a strong Republican Party to compete with the Democrats. You, you don't need want the it. socialism. You need it. Just like you need a strong Democratic yes, Party you to, do. to combat with yes, Trump. Yes, you do. It's a, the... I think you need an Obama. You need a, you know, you need you need a Trump. You need a mm -hmm. Ted Cruz. You need a you need some of that. Now, trying to unify these guys today a little bit, like I wouldn't mind seeing them twenty percent come a little bit more center. Twenty percent come Who? a little bit both sides. Oh yeah. 20% right, come to the left a totally little bit, left come to the right that. a yeah, little bit, you know, a little bit more. Meet you in midfield. By the way, you know the whole uh, uh, executive orders? Yeah, Biden. Okay, do you want to pull that up? Do you know who has, who has, who has, you've seen this already, the stat, I'm assuming, right? Mario, before you, it, yes. before you bring it up, before you bring it up, let me just kind of read this. Let me just kind of read this. If we're going to go political here, Pat, I got to do one thing first. You got to go to the bathroom? No, I got to get a little soy in oh my, my cup gosh, over here. I was going to say, go this guy's going to go to the bathroom, I swear <laughs> we're done. Oh my God. Okay, so. So, so take a look at this. Take a look at this. So our buddy Biden becomes president, right? When he becomes president, he goes on an executive order frenzy, right? Yeah, big time. And he said in an interview, I think it was last year when they asked him, they said, what do you think about executive orders? He said, I think executive orders, if you do it without asking the other side, you're a dictator. What's the difference between a dictator and someone? So this is... He says this in an yeah. interview. You can see this. It's How long everywhere. How was that right? interview? Less than a year ago. Wow. Is what it was, right? <laughs> a year, give or take a year ago. So he oh, becomes right. a president. Day one, executive order. Paris climate change. Ending ban on U.S. entry from majority Muslim countries. Requiring mask wearing on federal property. Coordinating a, a, a government-wide COVID-19 response. Incorporating undocumented immigrants into uh, census. 
uh, refusing, uh, refocusing on climate crisis and canceling the Keystone, Keystone XL permit, which was massive. Uh, mandating ethics, ethics pledge for government appointees. Pulling funds from border wall. Pausing federal student loan payments. Strengthening mm-hmm. deferred action for childhood arrivals. Promoting COVID-19 safety in domestic and international travel. Expanding access to COVID-19 treatments. Establishing a COVID-19 pandemic testing board. Ex- uh, 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 guaranteeing unemployment insurance for workers who refuse work due to COVID-19. Facilitating delivery for stimulus payments. Empowering federal workers and contractors. Okay. Reversing transgender military ban. Reinstating COVID-19 travel restrictions. Promoting Buy America agenda. And reliance on private prisons. Initiating plan to combat climate change. Re, by the way, I'm not done. Reestablishing Presidential Council on Science and Technology. We've got like 10 pages. I, I, to, I, yeah, I, I mean, I can keep going. Yeah. You know, reinforcing Medicaid and Affordable Health Care Act. Okay, 35 executive orders, mm-hmm. seven memorandums, and three proclamations. And if you pull up the history of who's had the most executive orders, this is what you would find. Okay, go up. So here's the leaders in executive orders. Biden... Okay, go up a little bit so I can read exactly what the timeline. Biden's fury, uh, flurry of executive order standouts. In his first two weeks, President Biden has signed more executive orders. Uh, 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 most recent presidents did in their first month. He has signed nearly as many executive orders as FDR did in his record-breaking month. So mm-hmm. FDR did 30, Biden did 28. Look who's third. Obama is third at what? 16. 16. You take Trump out, who's fourth? Truman. Truman. Now watch this. Why did I say if you take Trump out? Here's why. The left typically likes to enforce through force. We're doing this whether you like it or not, is the left, right? The right wants to... Uh, uh, Which Truman, Truman was a Democrat. Yes. Eisenhower Republican. Now, now watch this. Now watch this. Now watch this. Trump is at 12. What does that say about Trump? Trump's not a Republican. <laughs> People don't realize Trump was never a Republican. Trump is independent. Trump was a Democrat for most of his career. Now he's a Republican for the last however long decade of his career. Trump still did 12 executive orders. Mm-hmm. That is an independent. You look at the rest. Bush, seven. Clinton, six. G.H.W. Bush, senior, two. He was just like, I'm not even having any executive orders in the first 30 days. Reagan, five. Carter, left. Seven. Ford, five. On the right. Nixon, five. On the right. Johnson, left. Seven. Kennedy, left. Seven. Eisenhower, right. Six. Truman, left. 13. This tells you about... How they look at executive orders. So what does this have to do with what we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. with, uh, uh, with what do you call it, with uh, Wall Street bets? If, um, if the right people want to just go out and create a new law and push Wall Street bets around, they can easily do it. You know why? Most of these guys on the left were funded by Wall Street. So if you get funded by Wall Street, you have to kind of realize, just like the company we talked about, Robinhood, which is what? You campaign for the little person, the small people, the people that don't have, don't have the money, but you report to who? The people that the people the gave you big money. Yeah, of course. Wall Street people that give you the big money. There's this, this no, no difference here. You, you campaign. We got to help the... But you have to report to the people that funded your campaign. And if you don't make that phone call and the campaign people call you and say, hey, listen, we gave you this much money. Here's what you need to do here. We need a law. Ba, 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 ba. We need barrier to enter. Ba, 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 ba. We need somebody to go look at Wall Street bets and investigate. And we need somebody. That's how this thing works. I'm, I am fully on Wall Street's bet side. 
I'd like one hundred percent. Are you? What do you mean? I, of course okay, you are. One hundred percent. But you need contact. So hopefully these Shamats and Musks and all these other guys are so on their side that they protect them. Hopefully. That's who they need. Well, That's who Shamat need. has basically come out and said that he's on this on this team and he donated uh, yeah. like a, half a million, half a million bucks to, to Barstool. Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, fun. Business thing. Yeah. Uh, so with, with uh, I mean, I don't know how much time you want to spend on Biden's executive. We have like 12 pages. Go for just it. On, Go for it. You know, I went through some of these and let me give you, I guess, my perspective on this. I went... Uh, there's probably four pages. I don't disagree with a lot of these things. Yeah. You know, so let me give you two sides of the coin here on Biden. Number one, he came out there and he said, what's the quote that you said? If you do too many executive you're a dictator. orders, you're, you're a dictator. Yeah. At the same time, he's just reversing a lot of what Trump just did. So rever Trump came in, reversed a lot of what Obama did. Obama, uh, uh, yeah, but Biden's so do in. the other presidents can do the same thing. Totally with you. But he's that. doing it more than what's, the others. What's the one thing in common with who FDR when he was president in 1933? What's, what do they world have? World War. They had a crisis. They just had a freaking. They just got out of the Great Depression in the middle of the Great yeah. Depression. Now they're in World sure. War II. So Biden, because uh, again, this is in the first month of the presidency, right? This is what this stat is. Trump came in, and there wasn't a lot to quote unquote change. He did it, you know, in my opinion, a lot of it out of spite, a lot of it of like, well, Obama did this, I'm doing this. Yeah. Biden is coming in. A lot of his mask mandates, you know, executive orders on, on climate crisis. You know, obviously he's no fan of big, uh, big oil. Um, a lot of it is COVID-related executive orders. Why don't you ask orders. the other side? Why don't you ask the other side? Well, that's the, my next point. Why don't you ask is the that, other side? Why don't you just say, hey, yeah. guys, if it's not that big of a deal, why don't you ask him? I don't know how that works within Congress, well, but yes. His if whole, it's not a big deal, why don't you ask him and sit down and say, guys, here's what I want to do. What do you think about that? Yeah. And let them say we disagree. Okay, I'm going to do it anyways. How long does that take, though? Because this, this political, politically, it could take weeks, so, months, so the, freaking so the, years to get stuff no, done. He's not, like, let's get it done. Not, listen, for me, here's, here's like my approach. You know, Tico and Dylan get into it, mm -hmm. okay? Did you guys try to address it with each other? No, I don't want to talk to them. I can't help you. Talk mm -hmm. to each other. Yeah. Get in a room and figure it out. Then come out and still do the executive order. I'm good because now you can say what? Look, I went into the room and I talked to Look, these we guys. We tried to talk about They it. didn't want to talk to me. Yeah. Okay, cool. The, the people are going to say, you know what? Fine. It, but you at least made what? The effort mm -hmm. that, hey, here's where we are. This is what I want to do. You know, you can't drop the word unity and not do that. So, for example, if your campaign, Jimmy Carter's mm -hmm. campaign was what? Human rights. Okay. And he targeted two countries, Iran and Cuba. Mm -hmm. Okay. Human rights. Late 70s. Late 70s. Human rights. Human rights. If that's your campaign, you better advance right. that campaign. Trump's campaign was what? Build a wall. Build a wall. Build Make a wall. Build a wall. Yeah. Make, but it was build a wall. Build a wall. Build a wall. Guess what? He started building a wall, right? That's what I need to do. Taxes. Build a wall, etc. He said what he's going to do. Great. If you say unify, you got to unify. Mm -hmm. You. But so then don't say unify. Obama said what? Change. Change to what? Change of philosophy. Change of what? Obamacare. Healthcare. Guess what? He kept his commitment of, I'm going to go out there and make change. Now, he got up and says, it's not going to cost you a penny. We're not going to tax you. You can keep your plan keep if your you doctor. want to. That was not the truth. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a true. But he did make drastic changes, scary changes for some people on the other side, but he kept his commitment. You can't say unify. Is that, is that basically your point here on Biden? Is that you're saying, Let's, I'm going to be the president Listen, for all the Biden's people. Biden's been We're known unify. as the centrist. You're yeah. the centrist. You're, let's just say you're a center-left guy, et cetera. 
Okay, great. Show a little bit. And now it. he's coming in as a dictator. Now he's essentially your he's point. coming in on what he called a dictator, not yeah. what I call yeah, a yeah, dictator. Yeah. His interpretation of a dictator. I never mm -hmm. said he's a dictator. He said he's a dictator. That's what Biden called himself. Is it the fact that um, you don't agree with some of the executive actions or just the fact that he's making executive actions regardless of what the uh, actions are? You, you understand my question? Is it... I just don't like that he's doing executive actions or I don't like exactly what they are. No, listen, or a little if, bit of both. If, if Trump came out and says, I'm going to do all executive orders mm -hmm. and you do, well, you said you were going to do that. Yeah. So just you said you're going to do that. Then do that. It's all good. You, we, we knew he was going to do that. So the people who voted for him, guess what they wanted? A bunch of what? Executive, executive orders. orders. Yeah. And he did it. This guy didn't come out saying, I'm going to do a bunch of executive orders. Gotcha. Okay. He did say a couple, but he didn't come out saying, like he said, climate, you know, day one, I'm going to do Paris. Minimum okay. wage. He did say Paris, those things. Yes. Totally fine. Yes. But this many, a little bit, little bit. It's aggressive. It's a little aggressive on what it's he's aggressive. doing. It's aggressive. So, again, the, the, the parlor, the Robin Hood, the, the, the amount of executive order, somehow, someway, they're all tied to each other. Mm -hmm. This is all tied to each other, somehow, someway. Okay. Let's go into the next one. Let's go and talk about Amazon. Okay. Ooh. Amazon, Jeff Bezos, decides to step down as a CEO, so Jazzy is his replacement, Andy Jazzy. Jazzy joined Amazon in 1997, the Euro One Public, and quickly moved up the ranks. He's a close confidant of Bezos and has led Amazon cloud computing business since 2003. The cloud CEO helped build AWS into a massive unit that generates over $40 billion in annual revenue. AWS is also the de facto leader in cloud computing. By the way, AWS, for, we just talked about $40 billion in annual revenue. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. De facto leader in cloud computing. Over 30% of the market share is officially AWS. Adam, over 30% is officially AWS. Insiders say Bezos undoubted, unbounded uh, trust in Jazzy, who was promoted to AWS as senior vice president to CEO in 2016. The people who have worked with Jazzy, who turned 53 last month, described them as genuinely nice, per nice person who nevertheless sets high, high standards and expectation for his people and expects them to rise to the challenge. Jazzy takes AWS service role empowering so much of the internet economy and his role in keeping it to the top in the cloud market very seriously. So Andy Jassy, new mm -hmm. CEO of Amazon, and uh, Bezos moves to be an executive chairman of the board. What are your thoughts about this? I mean, just the names alone. If you're a 90s guy, you're going to appreciate this reference because I know you'll appreciate this. I'm hearing Jeff Bezos and Andy Jassy. All I'm thinking of is like DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince Hilarious. and Will Smith. Hilarious. And Jeff Bezos being Will Smith and Andy Jazzy coming in as DJ Jazzy Jeff playing the ones that's and That's a scary twos. thought right yeah, there. Yeah, there he is. That's a scary thought. But what, what do you think yeah. about this? What do you think so, about any, any thoughts on this? Well, a couple different things. So number one, first and foremost, let's start with the top. Let's start with this founder. Let's start with the CEO. What's Bezos going to be doing? What's Bezos' next five moves? What's his new moves are going to be? Um, it says there, Bezos still says he'll, he'll still be involved and important initiatives. I don't think Bezos is just retiring and just going to kind of go live in uh, San Tropez and, and eat, you know, $40 Euro uh, lobster rolls in Monaco. Something tells me he's going to be working, doing his thing, taking on important initiatives. Part of that is going to be philanthropy. I mean, don't forget, his wife, Mackenzie Bezos, who's like the 20th richest person in the world just because she has Amazon shares, she's become famous, why, over the pandemic, for giving billions and billions away for philanthropic efforts. Cool. So that's what's going on in the Bezos household. Yeah. And we know Tom Zenner was knew the, the the girlfriend of Bezos, and somehow Tom Zenner's in this story. But Jazzy, let's talk about this guy. Fifty three years old, 
Uh, he's going to step in as CEO when what? Q3 of 2021. Mm-hmm. You were most impressed by the fact that what you said, 40%, what was it? 30% of their total revenue was AWS. What was no, that no, stat the again? Market share. Market okay. share of cloud okay. today is controlled by AWS. Is that, what's what's a monopoly? 45%, 50%? 50 plus. Because remember, okay. iPhone, smartphone is 46%. Okay, so iPhone, Apple is- 46% of the market very share. very close to being a monopoly. Very. You're very anti-monopoly. Oh, it's not good for the economy. Yes. At all. Did you play Monopoly as a kid, by I the did. way? I never played Monopoly as a kid. I, I played many times. And Mario's witnessed me play Monopoly yeah, many very times. It's a great game. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Speaking of I'm Monopoly. I'm pretty sure they don't follow the rules the whole time when it gets late <laughs> in the game. And they start, what does it do? Does, Pete, does Pat cheat? They start putting keys on the table. It's all negotiation. Mortgages, it's all yeah, negotiation. Gotcha. So if you allow, because there's different rules you can play by. If you yeah. allow negotiation to take place between the two owners, then it is what it is. Okay, so you, you you don't play by the rules. You're doing some no, other no, stuff. We it's play, capitalism. We play by the rules. Okay. But there are different rules to the game of Monopoly when you play it. Okay, what does that mean exactly? The, so when you sit down and you're playing with a group, the group yeah. can dictate the controls and the rules to the, to the game of Monopoly. What does that word dictate mean in this thing right here? So, so you say, hey, guys, what do we do when negotiating this? Well, we need a third approval or not. Or you say there's many different ways to play Monopoly. And if the four or five, if the four players agree on the terms, you agree on the terms. Okay. But so you do that at the be beginning, at yeah, of the course. beginning, when everybody's at the same level. You don't yes. create new rules at the middle of the game. You agree on it at the beginning of the game. We had one uh, uh, night, we were, wh- where were we at? We, we were, were in Georgia. We were in Georgia, Atlanta, and it started and it ended. It was pretty epic night. I, I wish, fell asleep. I don't I think it ever ended. we would have recorded that. that I wish one, we yeah. would have recorded that. But go ahead. Give me your thoughts on this year. No, I mean, we were talking about Monopoly. So they're not a Monopoly level yet, this AWS, right? This, not uh, yet. Okay, but they're trending in that direction. They're 30% of market share. The way I mean, they're, they're growing right gotcha. now, they'll get there. In and this time. is, you know, I'm not exactly the tech savvy guy, shocker, yeah. but I started hearing more about this AWS. Why? Well, let's reference back Parler, right? They shut down Parler yeah. from Amazon Web Services. Who else are they shutting down? Well, how much, this goes back to the, your initial topic, control. What kind of control do they have? Who's Parler going to put in as CEO of the new company? Are they going to have a good relationship mm-hmm. with DJ Jazzy Jeff over mm-hmm. here? Are these going to be able to make a phone call like you talked about mm-hmm. with Melvin Capital? Some of these guys, hey guys, we got to get back up to business. We're, we're a legitimate company. What's going on here? But um, bottom line is Bezos ain't going nowhere. I think he, I think he's going to be doing more things like looking into purchase CNN. You know, so what, the question becomes, here, here's a few questions. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a book right now called Motive by Patrick Lencioni. Patrick Lencioni, if he comes out with a book, you got to read his book, especially if you're in business. Five dysfunctions of a team, five temptations of a CEO, ideal team player. The guy writes books. Everybody needs to read it, especially mm-hmm. if you're in the business world. So everything to me is motive, right? So whose playbook is Bezos following today? He is following potentially a Bill Gates playbook of nonprofit, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, mm-hmm. fine, maybe. Let's just say there's You're an saying angle. For moving forward. Moving forward, yes, okay. what he wants to do. The difference between him and Bill Gates is what? He's a little bit more of a, uh, a flamboyant guy than Gates is. Gates was a true qualified nerd, qualified nerd. Not flamboyant at all. Zero flamboyant. Yeah. Bezos today looks buff. He, he's got a chest. He's got biceps. Right. He changed. You know, when you have money, you can make yourself look he's, any way you want to. He's a lot less like he nerdy. Own, he's yeah. wearing leather. Little he's, TRT. You know. Like some stuff's going on yeah. over there, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So what is his motive? I don't know. What is his motive? Does he have any different aspirations four years from now, five years from now, ten years mean? from now? I don't know. Does he want to run one day? I don't know. Does he want to run for office one day? I have no clue. 
He did say he's going to be the executive chair and he's going to work on nonprofits and contribute to Washington Post. So why Washington Post? I don't mm -hmm. know. Now, let me take a completely different angle here why I love this story. Here's why I love this story. Listen, more younger people need to be inspired by these stories. Two days after he took his final exam to get his graduate degree, Andy, two days after, he agreed to go to Amazon. Jazzy. He, Jazzy. You know what yeah. he told him? Put me anywhere. I don't care. I'm just happy to be here. Mm -hmm. And that's two, That's 97. We're that's talking. a rocket ship analogy. Yeah, yeah. it's like, dude, Just I'm just glad to. I don't put care what's going on. Put me on the rocket ship. Put me anywhere. Seat. Let's go play ball, wow. right? Yeah. Let's go play ball. So he goes in. What does he do? 97, 94. Amazon got started in 94. He comes in at 93. Young buck, young guy. What do you need from me? You know, and two years ago, he got interviewed on CNN. If you guys have never seen this interview with him on CNN two years ago, the lady asks him, look, you've been able to do this. You've been able to do that. You've been there from day one. You've done this. You've done this. You've done that. Is there any aspirations of you being a CEO? You know what his answer was? Hmm. He says, I just can't see Amazon being ran by anybody else but Jeff Bezos. So no, I don't have any aspirations. Good answer, right? Two years later, he's the yeah. CEO, right? If you, it's a three-minute video. If you've not seen it, it's a great interview to watch. It's three minutes. Hmm. So he's a likable guy. He's a leader. To me, he is following the playbook of who? Two, three different names I'll give you. One is our buddy that bought the Clippers. What's his name? Steve Ballmer. Ballmer. And he's he fought Microsoft. Uh, exactly. Know, he worked his way yes. up under Bill Gates. Balmer, yeah. Paul Tim Allen, Cook. Tim Cook. Yeah. That's the playbook. He's a okay. number two. He's a great number two. But he is about to be a very rich number two. If Bezos' ex-wife became the 20 rich, 20th richest person <laughs> in the world, he's about to become yeah. a top 100 in no yeah. time, representing a $2 trillion company. You think exactly. they're going to pay this guy a few billion dollars? Yeah. So. What does this tell you? Here's what it tells you. Listen, let's talk a little bit of business. Let's talk a little bit of business. Every once in a while in your life, you will meet a man or a woman that's different. Something about them is different. You will feel it. You're going to feel it. And you're going to say, I don't know what it is about this guy or this girl. It's just different about this guy or this girl. They inspire you. They think big. They keep their word. They're driving. They're excited. They want to do something that's never been done before. There's that energy that you feel, right? And the longer you're with them and you witness a level of consistency of this, that's not just trash talking. You know how, you know, watch what I'm going to do. It's and not so, hot air. No, no, it's, it's not hot air. They're, they're delivering results. It's continuously yes. going in that direction. Legit. You have to do whatever you can to be a right-hand person because long-term, you're going to be locked in if you mm -hmm. do it right. So in this situation, you got a guy that came in and says, this guy needs my help. Dude, tell me what you want me to do. I'm going to help explode this company. And he now is an entrepreneur, okay? Mm -hmm. Never been an entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur about to run a $2 trillion company, 1.7, 1.8, whatever the number is, a $2 trillion company, and he's replacing Jeff Bezos. What a beautiful story. What mm -hmm. a beautiful situation to have. A young guy that goes from there to being where he's at today, still young, 53 with this kind of responsibility. Just tells you, uh, by the way, this camera keeps moving. I don't know what's going on here. Something's going on here with the camera. I know you guys mm -hmm. are addressing it. So, Thanks, guys. yes, I am all about this. I'm supportive of it. I'm excited for him. Can I, I hope ask you he one kills question for Jazzy, it. Yeah, of course. So, if he was listening to the podcast yeah. right now and you were on his board giving him advice on how he could possibly mess it up and what to be careful with, yeah. are there any things you would prepare him for or tell him? No, I would need to be an insider to know uh, to give any kind of counsel here. I, I I am not qualified in this situation to give him counsel because he's been there since 1997. The only mm -hmm. thing is kind of like, look, sometimes when you replace a big character, you're you're always compared, you know, to that character. And it's very difficult. It's not an easy situation. And sometimes 
I am sure they've hired the right executive coaches and psychologists and therapists to get him to understand what to say and exactly. what it really means. You're not getting this position because you have to be Jeff Bezos. We're not mm -hmm. expecting you to be Jeff Bezos. You're not wired to be like Jeff Bezos. Like, it's very hard to be Tim Cook. Mm -hmm. Everybody's constantly going to compare you. But whoever did that with Tim Cook did it the right way because look at Tim Cook. He's got his own identity now. He's done a great job with the company. Replacement and other, game you talk Yeah, about. it's a replacement game. But it's more about, buddy, you're not here to be me. You're mm -hmm. here to keep the culture together because that's a very important on Amazon. Right, right. We have a culture. We got to keep this together. We have a vision. We got to keep driving for the vision. You got to keep using your abilities that were great. You just have more responsibilities now. And we're entrusting you to take this company to the next level because we believe it's you. So right. it's more that side. It's mm -hmm. late night pressures that's going to come. And now everything's on you. And, and for somebody that decides to be a CEO, you can turn down that position. By the way, there was a guy a couple of years ago that everybody thought was going to be the CEO of Amazon. What was his name? Who, what was the name of the guy that was supposed to be the CEO of Amazon? Oh, it's right here. Uh, uh, Jeff uh, Wilkie. Jeff Wilkie was Jeff supposed Wilkie. to be. Jeff Wilkie was supposed to be the CEO of where does it say Jeff Wilkie, by the way? I don't see it. It says note. Note? I don't here, see it Check this here. out right here. Yeah, there was another guy that note. was supposed to be, oh, okay, Jeff Wilkie was supposed to be the CEO of Amazon, and guess what he did? He just said, I don't want to do it. Wow. Yeah, you didn't want the pressure? Or would you... No, I don't know. I, I just think the life happens. Buddy, you take, don't... Let me take no, my we, 100 million bucks. No, and... It's not even that. You don't know the whole story. You mm -hmm. don't know... I've worked so hard. I've been away from my kids. One of my kids is now using drugs. i got to get in to save my family. I just don't want to work that like that anymore. I want to be around my family. I want to. I don't want to be the face. I don't want attention. I don't want to be on board calls, grilling me on CNBC. I, mean, I just don't want that. I that was you. You did it. I'm good. I'm worth 200 million bucks. I'm worth 50 million bucks. I'm worth half a million. I have no desire to do it. Give it to somebody else. Many times these positions are turned down by the person that they want to give it to. Yeah. You you understand what I'm saying? That the person they want to give it to, and he says, "Now nah, I just don't want to be a CEO. I don't want that kind of responsibility." I, I got to give a shout out to, well, two things. I'd like to circle back to Mario because I know he's starting a, his own YouTube episode on uh, the importance of being a number two. So he can probably weigh in on that. But let's talk about street, being a CEO street, for a second. Team, street team. Never okay, forget street team. You know, I, I, street team. Th th this is actually a pretty funny story about Pat and Eric. You were there and so was Mickey. Um, no, Mario was there too. Uh, a couple days ago, we left. We, I mean, we've been working crazy hours. We're getting yeah. here early. We've been staying late. We've been setting up the office. We've been out of move. Pat left probably like, you know, he said, I got to go have dinner with the fam. I got to see the fam maybe around 8 o'clock. Around 11, 10, 11 o'clock, we all go to Pat's house because that's where um, Eric's car was. And we were all just kind of catching rides and, yeah. and carpooling, doing our thing. And we get to Pat's house and, you know, there's, it's gated. So um, we go in the gate. We park the car. We're making our moves. Pat gets out of his car that's sitting in the driveway. He goes, hey, guys, what's up? Pat, you've been sitting in the driveway for what had seemed two hours on a phone call. We thought you went home already. You're still in the Shelby. In the Shelby, like we, we thought the car was parked. We thought we were just getting the car, make a move. All right, cool. Like, you know. I'm high beaming you. You're yeah. not even noticing it's me. You're like, oh, is this like, <laughs> he's like, it's, you know, looking at a completely different angle. Yeah, I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm Because I told him, I said, here. I bet you Pat's uh, awake in the kitchen sitting there following right. up on messages. Right? But th here's the point. As a CEO, yeah. you get the glamour. You're the Jeff Bezos of the world. You're the PBD. Yep. You're making the money. Yep. You're the big shot. What people don't see is the fact that it's freaking 10 o'clock at night. You're still sitting in your car two hours later, parked in your garage. Yeah. You probably haven't even walked in and said hi to your family yet. Because you're on, I assume, a, an important phone call if you haven't even gone in the house yet. 
that's sort of, I mean, you did a, the video that went viral, the, you know, 90 seconds of an entrepreneur. But is that kind of what you're talking about? Like the, the, the other side of yeah. like, oh my Some God. Some people like, have no desire to be that. Yeah. Like I know a lot of talented, capable people who mm -hmm. had no desire to start their own company. Yeah. Zero. I had a lot of people in the former company I used to be part of. I looked up to. I admired these men. Many of them. A guy named Rich. I, I admired a lot of these guys who could have started a company, mm -hmm. but they never did. Why didn't they? Is it capability? Is it capacity? Is it that you can't run it? Is it you're not smart enough? Absolutely not. It's do you want that life? Yeah, totally and different. It's a different life. There's a big difference between being, you know, a person that's, uh, you know, behind closed doors, you're making good money and you're good, but you don't have the highest level of pressure that comes to you. You can still make three phone calls above you that mm -hmm. the pressure's on them. Yeah. And you simply share the pressure versus boom. All the pressures with you. It's a different kind of a pressure. It's not for everybody. Look, this is why when you talk to certain, like Elon Musk said, you want to be a founder? You want to be a founder of a company? Okay, perfect. Here's what it looks like. Yeah. You're going to have no life, okay? You're going to work 80, 90, 100 hours a week, and you will have no life. Everything comes to you. You will, not have, you will have a lot of sleepless nights because you have to make the right decisions. You have to get up in the morning, and you have to figure out what you need to be doing, and it's ongoing, nonstop. That's <laughs> what it is. It's the yeah. life. By, by the way, let, let me give you another thing. The life of a head coach. You think a head coach is an easy job in sports? Every God, day. No. Are you kidding me? You got to be there at 4 o'clock studying this guy's playbook. You just lost a player. You got to replace this player. There's only five quarterbacks on the right now that are free agents. And, you gotta, and you're 62 years old. Urban Meyer, heart issues. You know, pressure's coming to you. Studying this is film. Yeah, studying. It's not, an easy, but it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's not for the only place you look good is once you win. And then they say, you're a freaking G. Good for you. Mm -hmm. There's a book that's called The Hard Things About Hard Things. I think it's uh, written by Horowitz's son. What's, uh, I don't know his first name, but it's, it's also Horowitz. At the Hard Things, if you go search The Hard Things About Hard Things on uh, Amazon, if you can, so people can see it on the screen here on the big screen, Mario. Okay. The Hard Things About Hard Things. He talks about how he built this. David Horowitz? David Horowitz. Yeah, yeah, I think it's David Horowitz. Who wrote? Oh, Ben Horowitz. Okay, David Horowitz. Okay, right there. Go to the bottom. Right there. This book. If you haven't read this book, phenomenal book. You know what the he explained? You read this book. Is this the father or the son? Son. This is the okay, son. Okay, I gotcha. So you read the book. By the way, he's a three and a half billion dollar guy. Type in David Horowitz net worth or Ben Horowitz net worth. I think he's a three. And things may have changed a lot. He may be higher or less, but he's up there. He's a guy that killed it himself. Uh, uh, yeah, 2.8, yeah, right there, Business Insider. Okay, Forbes, whatever the... Uh, ba, 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 ba. Yeah, he's up there. I don't know what the number is. Of, uh... Go up? No, it doesn't show the number. Anyway, see, he's, he's, he's done very, very well for himself. When you read the book... Uh, he's the co-founder of Anderson. He's a big hip-hop okay, guy. Yeah. Big hip-hop guy. Big hip-hop guy. He doesn't guy. look what? like a hip-hop guy. He's a big hip-hop guy, right? Well, you're a big hip-hop guy. Hip you're a, big, you're a huge T-Pain fan. You're a huge T-Pain fan these days. <laughs> you're so funny. I'm going to buy you a drink. <laughs> oh, what is, this, what is this new song? What? But, but you know what he says in the book? Here's what he says in the book. He actually outlines mm -hmm. all the ugly truth about building a company and how many times he almost went out of business before he sold it for a billion mm. or whatever he sold the it. The hard thing about hard the things. The hard things about the hard things, yeah. right? So it's not... It's for every one guy that almost made it, you know, for every one guy that makes it and is like at the top, that, 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 that cemetery is filled with a lot of people that could have and should have and something happened and they, made, they didn't make it. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not an easy game. So 
you know, congratulations to this guy for doing it. Yes, I mean, some people don't like him. Some people say, I don't like the fact that he's doing this because he's the reason why Parler's out. Mm-hmm. So I got a text. You're right talking now. about Andy Jazzy. Yes, there's some people Jazzy that don't like Jeff. him right now because he forced Parler out. So if you want to know who forced Parler out, this is the guy. This is the guy. Wow. Okay, this is the guy that uh, had the influence of doing that. And so now he is the face of Amazon. So again, interesting. it's interesting stuff going on over there. Let's talk a little bit about oil. I don't know if you heard or not, but uh, possible Exxon Mobil Chevron merger, the biggest wow. merger of all time. The chief of ex- executives of Exxon Mobil and Chevron spoke about combining the oil giants after the pandemic shook the world last year, according to the people familiar with the talks, testing the waters for what could have been one of the largest corporate mergers of all time. Uh, such a deal would reunite the two largest uh, descendants of the John D. Rockefeller Standard Oil Company, which was broken up by the U.S. regulators in 1911 and reshaping the oil industry. By the way, FYI, if, if Rockefeller's wealth back in the days, mm-hmm. before he died, if you compare it to today with inflation and everything to get, you know what his net worth would, would be? be? $340 billion net worth. Yeah. He'd be number one. He'd be number one, right? He'd be combined. He'd be Musk and, Be- uh, yeah, that's and, and Bezos. That's Rockefeller. Rockefeller was a Rockefeller. Player, a combined company market value could top $350 billion. Exxon has a market value of $190 billion, while Chevron 164. Together, they would likely uh, form the world's second largest oil company by market cap pr- uh, production, producing about 7 million barrels of oil and gas a day based on pre-pandemic levels, second only in both measures to Saudi <laughs> Aramco. Think mm-hmm. about it. That's a pretty big number right there. So what are your, what are your thoughts about this? You know, I did, these I, I did a little research on this. Yeah. And number one, I just... I, how massive Saudi Aramco is, a uh, $1.7 trillion mm-hmm. company. I think the only company that's big as them is Apple as far as um, market share. Um, but here's here's actually something pretty interesting. You know who the biggest company in the world was in 2006, most highest valued company in the world, 2006? Walmart? No. Who? Exxon. Exxon, okay. Okay, so now we're talking about them um, struggling so bad that now they might potentially, because this is all just sort of hearsay, initial talks, having to merge with Chevron just to compete in the marketplace right now. Because under an Biden administration, do you think they're going to be pro or anti. against fully anti uh, energy yep. and, and gas and consumption? Hundred like percent anti. I mean, Biden. I did an episode about you know Biden's going green. I mean, he's clean energy, green jobs. Yep. So this is all just initial talks right now. Whether Exxon and Chevron, but. You know, 15 years ago, Exxon was the big dog. Energy was the big dog around the world. And now who are the big dogs? Tech, Apple, Amazon. Obviously, Microsoft was there then. Um, the, the Tech is now the big dogs around the world, and energy is clearly plummeting. Well, I was going saying, on, uh, Tesla as well, they're making a big Tesla on the, energy on the- with all their solar and all that uh Electric power. But Tesla is tech, big data, and clean energy, not yeah. traditional Correct. Yeah. big oil, you know, Exxon, Chevron, that type of energy. Yeah? yeah. When are you getting a... Uh, a Tesla? When are you getting a, when are you, getting a uh, you know... Uh, electric car? Electric car. You know what? I, 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 I did car, see yeah. the Panamera electric when the you other day. That? that car is pretty ridiculous. Well, you had the i8, and that wasn't that... I did have electric? the i8, and I love the i8. I don't know if you've seen the what i8. Is that? The what BMW is that? i8, the doors no. open up on this oh, side. It's like a, pull it up, Mario. Nice. Like I like yeah. the i8. Mario, pull it up. You, did you drive the i8? Yeah, I drove to pick up your dad one time. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. I mean, it wasn't really that fast. It was 0 to 60 in like... 
the 3.5 seconds, four seconds. See, I Adam right there. It was faster than my Saturn. Yeah, it, it is faster oh. than your Saturn for sure. So the i8. Uh, uh, I think you drove this for a while. Yeah, this I had is this the for, electric BMW. Yeah, I had this for two years. Really? Like that's the one, the white and the blue, right out of Mission car. Impossible. It is. It's like sick it's a, car. It's a nice. So you car. had an electric car. It's right there. That's exactly what I had. I had that one right there. Okay, I would charge it every day, and I'd what come was that home. like? What was that life like? Let me tell you. I don't even know why I got rid of this car. Why did I get rid of this car? You ended up getting. I think it was the the orange Lambo. The Aventador. Yeah. What? Oh, I got the uh, I got the Don. I got the Rolls. Yeah, I don't Dawn. know why I got rid of this car. This was a phenomenal car. It was actually a very good car. You know, it was, I, sick. I, it was a very good everyday car. Is what this was. Very good everyday car. And but you, you had to charge it. There was no gas stations. No, like, you. It's gas. It was a combo. It was a gas. Hybrid. It was a hybrid. Ah. It was gas and electric. So if I had the electric, great. If I didn't, I could get the gas as well. So can I ask you a question yeah. on the merger? By the way, I kind of like that. Believe it or not, I kind of like that. The hybrid approach. Yeah, I kind of like that because there wasn't enough chargers and I didn't have time to go stand somewhere and wait for 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I'm yeah. like, dude, it, you know, how long does it take you to fill up your tank? Yeah, five minutes, not even, whatever. Two minutes. Yeah. How long does it take you to charge your entire... I don't even know how that's, long. It's a, it's a while. It's gotcha. not like a minute or five minute thing. You got to sit there for some time, right? So gotcha. something like this, you go in and it's hybrid or work that way. Some days I forgot to charge it. I'm going to go to the gas station and take care of that. Go ahead, Mario. Yeah, question mm. for you. A little speculation, just yeah. a question, a little, yeah. go a little deeper, but... The BizDoc did an episode last week, I think, on Tesla. Yeah. We talked about maybe Elon's planning doing energy gas stations. Do you think if on these oil companies and they're thinking next moves strategically, they're merging in order to maybe take on the next big thing? Do you think that could be a possibility? I, I think they're unified right now because there's a lot of enemies. The next, let's just say Biden and Kamala go eight years. Let's say. A lot of people are saying it's not going to happen, meaning Kamala is going to be the face because Biden may not make it past four years health-wise. We don't know. It's just pure speculation. But say they go eight years. Can you imagine eight years of anti-oil agenda nonstop? You have to pivot. Remember, remember that one episode we did about uh, General Motors where Tom put up the picture saying that uh, General Motors' website, even though they only sell 3% of their cars are electric, you know, on their website, the only car they had on General Motors' website was a CEO standing next to their only electric mm -hmm. car. Even though they only sell 2 to 4% of electric cars, their website says what? Wow. Electric cars. And they said they by 2025, that. I think Cadillac is going 100%. Uh, 2035. 2030 yes. or some number. I don't know if it was 2035 yeah. or 2025. But it was in the next 5 to they're 10 years. They're basically saying the next handful of years, they're going Cadillac totally, is going 100% yes. electric. So. This doesn't was it just Cadillac or their entire no, fleet? No, it was Cadillac only first, wow. and then they're going. GM. Yes. Hmm. So if you if you look at numbers, Exxon's share fell twenty nine percent last year. Chevron fell twenty percent last year. Yeah. Okay. The 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 stock index of U.S. oil and gas companies was down fifty seven percent. At one point in twenty twenty, you know you you have to also the the, the challenge with Exxon. And Chevron goes, these guys thought oil was going to be around forever. And they took a hit. By the way, these oil guys, executives, you know what kind of money they make? Ridiculous. They, they go golfing two, three times a week, yeah. making a million dollars, two million dollars, half a million dollars. Regular executives who are not even working making that kind of money because they think this is going to be around forever. And unfortunately, this happens in many newspapers. You're saying it they're getting to fat and lazy? Radio. Oh, are you kidding me? Of yeah. course they're getting fat and lazy. Wow. You can't go like this forever. And Elon Musk is officially forcing Chevron and Mobile Exxon to get back to work. And Elon Musk is forcing these guys who've been kicking mm -hmm. it, golfing three, four, five times a week, 
to get back to work. Because if you don't, your business model is no longer working oh my God. today. Well, I mean, right here it says it was, um, was it Exxon, which was America's most valuable company seven years ago. This isn't 100 years ago. With a market share of more than $400 billion, nearly double Chevron's. All right. Exxon has fallen from its heights following a series of strategic missteps, which were further exacerbated by the pandemic. We all remember back in March, oil went to, you know, $0 a barrel, right? What was going on right there? But here's the biggest point right here. It was removed from the Dow Jones Industrial Average last year for the first time since it was added as standard oil in 1928. That's a scary thought to be So 90 years that. ago, it's... A, it's, a, it's removed from Dow Jones... For the first time in 90 years. <laughs> since 1928. So that alone ought to tell you what direction this is going to right now. This is right. this is not a joke. Like these guys are, you know, I don't know if they're sitting there panicking right now, mm -hmm. but I think they're saying, listen, man, we know we can't stand each other. You're, you're Exxon, you're Chevron. Look, let's just kind of team right. up they because be we have a common enemy. Let's yes. just come together and try to make this work and be on the same team together. What do you say? Great. So it's not going to be that pretty, but uh, it's not a bad move that they're making. So we'll see what's going to happen there with this. By the way, um, let's see which one we go to well, next. Well, you brought up the fact of what might happen in the next four to eight years. You want to talk so This what? might be a good segue for odds. 2024 candidates? There? Yeah, I mean, we okay, have it right go here. Go for it. 2024 candidates. Okay. Yeah. Eric, do you have an opinion on this? On who do you think is going to be 2024 Republican candidates? Who do you think? I think I would love to see it, and, and we'll see if it happens. But Dan Crenshaw and uh, Tulsi Gabbard, VP. The combination, and I on think the Republican side, yes, on a okay. Republican so ticket. Dan Crenshaw, her being the VP, I think would be because okay. she's she's you know pretty moderate, and I would like to see that happen. I don't know. Two military. People. By the way, how did you come up with that? Have you just been thinking about it, or did I you just see thought speculation? You know, I, I, or I like their personality. I like that they're logical. Somewhere, or no, it's just no, no, no. You? It's, just, it's just me what, just speculating. What an I feel interesting like interesting combination you just proposed. I, I actually uh, fully kind of endorse where you're going with this. This is a Republican, a reasonable, moderate Republican. If you guys don't know who Dan Crenshaw is, he's the guy with a patch on his eye. Yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson on Saturday Night Live made fun of the guy. He had and to retract he got that. On and, he and now Dan Shaw, uh, Crenshaw has blown up. By the way, not a Trump guy, Crenshaw. I mean, he's voted with him in Congress. Yeah, yeah. I think he's in the House. He's not a senator, right? Who? Crenshaw. He's a congressman. Congressman, right. yes. So he's in the House. Uh, not He's not uh, towing the company line, so to speak. He's got his own opinions. Right. They're both um, congressmen. Yeah. And well, tell, uh, Tulsi Gabbard is no longer um, an active congresswoman. She, I think, she's no longer in office right now. So she's, by, so, by the so, way, if you're watching this, who do you think? Who do you think? 2024 candidates. I'm curious. I want to hear from you as well. Who do you think? If you were to pick candidates in 2024 running, who would be on your list? But go ahead. You were saying yeah. something. No, I, I do like the fact. I think this is what this country needs: a Republican, uh, you know, a moderate Republican yeah. and a moderate Democrat coming together and running under one ticket saying, guys, we don't have to be so extreme. It doesn't need to go socialism yeah. all the way to the left. The AOC doesn't need to be a candidate. We don't need to have a, you know, we'll, we won't call names, but whatever Trump was doing all the way to the right and, you know, the, the conspiracy theorists and the QAnon and the two people, like we need to, again, get back to center. Paul, who but, do you think? Do you have anybody in mind? Uh, well, I've, I've heard about Donald Trump Jr., Okay. Being a, a possible candidate, uh, uh, Donald Trump, um, Tulsi Gabbard was actually Gabbard. Gabbard, sorry, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, exactly. Same guy that would say I, Don Lamont. She, she Don Lamont, and what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your good well. friend's name? Uh, Juicy Smoulet. Juicy Smoulet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other Tulsi name. Gabbard. <laughs> Mario, who do you have? Anybody or no? Not really. No idea. 
Do you got know it. the odds? No. Do you know the odds? You I got, got odds for Yeah, me. I got some odds Give for me you, some baby. Odds. I got some odds for you. Do you know who is the highest odds, like most likely candidate? Nikki Haley? Who do you think it is? The highest odds today? Best 20- odds. Yes. Rand Paul would be another name. DeSantis? Listen, listen Gabbard, uh, relax. Who do you have as the highest odds? Okay, I'm highest curious. odds. This is according to uh, a betting website. Okay, number one, best odds. You want to guess? There's no way they're going to have Trump as the highest odds. You sure about that? Is he, is he the highest odds? Trump plus 800 as a wild card, plus 800, right? So the the lower your number, the more likely. So, for instance, right now. You bet 100 bucks, you win 800 bucks. Exactly. Yeah. You know who the favorite is? Who? In 2024. Who? Like the favorite. You're going to tease me how much for I'm, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm not talking. Oh, baby, I'm going to tease. The Give favorite, me the odds no, already. Okay, so the favorite right now to be president in yeah. 2024. Yeah. Kamala Harris, plus 450. I'm with that. Biden, plus 600. Okay. So meaning they project Kamala, Kamala Harris is more likely to be president in 2024. What is that? Coffee. Okay. Coffee. It's a tea. Don't drink coffee. It's a tea. Oh, it's a, it's a uh, London fog. Okay. Come here, Pat. Don't you need a little soy for that? You're good, good sure. buddy. Okay. Keep okay. going. Yeah. So, so Kamala's okay. highest plus so, 450. The, the, Biden's plus Biden, 600. Biden Trump's plus 800. Trump plus 800. Number two, Nikki Haley at plus 1,200. Mike Pence at plus 1,600. And then we have um, Ted Cruz at plus 3,300. Senator Josh Hawley at plus 4,000. Mark Cuban plus 2,500. So he's got better odds than Cruz and Haley. As a Republican? Um, as a Republican. Uh, your boy, Dan Crenshaw, plus 5,000. And your boy, Donald Trump Jr., plus 5,000. So that is the most likely to least likely candidates. And then you have GOP Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's also the news. Plus ten billion. She ain't gonna be president. If you know who that is. Yeah. No. For you betters out there, though. So, so let me let me give some names here. Let me give yeah. some names here. What you got? Abbott. Okay. One. Texas. Yes. Let me tell you why. Okay. Abbott. He's done a good, a good job during the pandemic. No, he's done a good job during the. Forget about friends. I'm saying he's done a yeah. good job during the okay. pandemic. Okay. Texas. Number one. I would. I wouldn't put him number one. I'm just saying. Yeah. Putting him on the list. I know Kai's got a list here. Kai's got Trump, Haley, Cruz, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Holly, uh, Pence, Cotton. Mm-hmm. But I think Abbott is one seriously to consider. Texas. I think the other one is DeSantis. Let me tell you Florida. why DeSantis. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, the NBA playoffs last year, what was their main campaign? What were they campaigning? The they're entire the, time. They were the NBA bubble and social justice. All but what was it? What was everybody wearing? Everybody was wearing what Social shirt? justice. Black BLM. Lives Matter. BLM, BLM, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So a liberal organization decided to hold their playoffs in a conservative state ran by a conservative Republican DeSantis, right? Mm-hmm. So the NBA playoffs goes there. Super Bowl Tampa. goes to Florida. They're right now trying to bully Japan, saying, if you don't get your act together, we will gladly hold the Olympics, the Olympics in Florida. Could be here, yeah. Yes, in Florida, because we know how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to give credit to DeSantis, right. okay? And DeSantis is not a pushover. He's solid. He can hang, hang in there, and he's a pretty strong guy, and, and he's got good argument to give on what they've done. Young guy, too. He's probably in his early 40s. And watch this. Can you imagine if maybe? he does and somehow Cuomo gets involved? He will crush Cuomo. He's going to say, all your guys came to me. All your business people came to me. So that, that would be a be- – I'd love to see the stage of Cuomo going up against DeSantis or seeing Abbott going up against Newsom. 
I'd mm. love if Newsom runs and these guys somehow get on the same stage. Well, like, Newsom you know, might not like, even you know end how, up being governor. You know, the California other day we're watching longer. McGregor. We're watching McGregor oh, fight against. I'm like, God, what? A, I said, what I say to you, you at were them? So like, pissed, I was. Man. I'm like, I'm, I don't even. I wasted my time. I was so disgusted by it. Man. You wanted him to win. You got a guy. You think you're gonna? You're gonna. Anyways, it's just very frustrating. This, this is upsetting you. I'm a fan. I'm yeah. a fan. But the money you got a couple hundred million dollars from proper twelve. And you go in there, either don't fight or fight. The guy's, he's so exciting. You wanted a Khabib McGregor. That's what I you wanted. wanted Khabib McGregor, and that's yeah. not going to happen. Now, Khabib made fun of him, say, this may never happen again. Yeah. Right? And even Dana said, it may never happen after what just took place. And then he had the drug stuff that came up, which is six month suspension. That's a whole different story. Who had so, the drug stuff? Uh, Connor. Connor had a. Really? Uh, uh, yeah, I think Connor got suspended. Kai, can you verify this? I think Connor got suspended for six months or yeah, something Kai. like that. Yeah. So so so, you, so your sleeper is Kai right there. Yeah. <laughs> your sleeper yeah, you called Mario Kai. No, no, um, I actually Kai's texting. Oh, that's okay, what I'm Kai. Yeah. Uh, you're basically saying your sleeper is DeSantis. If he can pull off I, an Olympic I run. think so so uh, Abbott, DeSantis, Pompeo, I don't know if he's a guy that Come could on. be a president. Let me throw another curveball for you yeah. here. Let me throw another curveball for you. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna happen this year. Maybe it's gonna happen in the next eight to twelve years, maybe sixteen years. Uh, Kushner's uh, a genius. Mm. Uh, Ivanka, I think, can run. People love her, and even the left respects her. Man. Are when you she saying go- Kushner or Ivanka? Are you saying they're running as either a or? Either or, because remember, Kushner's not a Republican. Kushner's a center right, center sometimes center left, and Ivanka's not fully a Republican. Ivanka's a center right is where she's at, and she can go on the View, and they're very respectful to her, Ivanka, the way she is, right? Mm-hmm. So Abbott, DeSantis. Trump, uh, uh, Ivanka, Kushner, uh, Tim Scott, which we've already talked about. I love what you said with Tulsa Gabbard. Dan Crenshaw, sure. He hasn't had enough publicity online, uh, on media. You know, the whole thing that happened with Saturday Night Live was good. I'm going to throw a crazy curveball in there. Mm-hmm. Crazy curveball. Because, you know, the usual suspect everybody throws. Here's a crazy one. That would be so interesting. And by the way, I'd love to see Cuban get in it. I'd li- I told Cuban this four years side. ago. I, f- I told him four years ago when we sat yeah. down. I said, I said, so what's your, you know, I'd your love to game. see, I'd love to see him get in it because I think, I think he pisses off both sides. I don't think Cuban is a Democrat. I don't think he's a Republican. I think he is center left. Mm-hmm. He's not a Republican, but he's center like slightly, like just a little bit left. Mm-hmm. Okay, is where he is at. Center left on certain issues. Center right on certain issues closer to economy. Okay. But I don't know why I would love to see Tucker Carlson run. Tucker Carlson? You don't even know how much I'd love to see him run. You don't know how bad I'd love to see him run. Really? I'd love to see him run. No support from the left. Uh, Zero. Yeah, I don't know. He's if made it, no friends. Well, no, wait a minute. He's, he's also called out Trump. He's called out the right. He's called out things that the right has done. So you have to know that there's an element of the right that yeah. also doesn't like Tucker. So it's not like he yeah. is... He'll get up there and say stuff like, dude, what are you doing? Are you yeah. a Republican or are you a Democrat? Well, he called so, out, uh, what's her name, really badly. Who? What's her, what's her face? The Trump lawyer, the QAnon lady, the conspiracy Yeah, yeah, theorist. yeah. yeah. Uh, hardcore. What was her hardcore. name again? I don't I mean, remember she was, today. What lawyer, was the lady's the lawyer, name? The lawyer's the lawyer, name? name? Sandy? Sydney? No. Sydney Powell? Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. He's the first one that was like, yo, Sydney, show us the proof. Yeah. You're talking about a whole big game. Yeah. You're talking Hugo Chavez. You're talking Dominion. Yeah, a little bit too much. So, so he, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Now. Billion dollar lawsuit. What I'm trying to tell you is yeah. I can see that, mm-hmm. you know, if he was to get in. Now, here's a challenge why a guy like that may not get in. You know why a guy like that may not get in? Because a guy like that is about to be a free agent 
and he's probably going to land a hundred to one hundred fifty million dollar contract. Wow! So him running could cost him one hundred fifty million bucks. Take the money, buddy. That's probably what's going to end up Take happening. The, the reason why some of these guys, like imagine Bill O'Reilly, never ran. Why? Maybe a little bit of personal mm-hmm. life. I don't know. Some of these guys never ran. But you can. I think we've experienced that. We yeah. there's a big difference between winning. You know your primary in the Republican Party versus. Thank you, baby, winning, for uh, the, the winning a, if you're uh, listening to this national election. That's yeah. from Jen. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know what but, that reminds me of, Pat, what? with with the Tucker Carlson pick yeah. is uh, a few years back, and this didn't end up a success story. But there's other names that I can't come to my mind. But in the NFL, uh, Matt Millen, who was a former player, but yeah. he was a color commentator, and then he had no front office experience. But then he jumped into mm-hmm. uh, the GM role of the Detroit Lions. But to me, that'd be kind of a similar thing where it's like you watch it and you're studying, you're analyzing it, so you have a better maybe understanding than a lot of people from the from mm-hmm. uh, from inside. So you have a nice outside perspective, but then you don't necessarily have all that experience. But sometimes that could work for you. So I kind of like that philosophy. Yeah, I don't know. I like him. Something about him I like. You know, like. Like, here's what's crazy, and people get upset when I say this. There's something about uh, Chris Cuomo I like. I don't know. There's something about John Stewart I love. I'm so glad he's back on Twitter, by the way. John Stewart just got on Twitter. I don't know if you guys heard it or not. He's officially on Twitter. He was never on Twitter. Right. Gets back on Twitter. And if you guys have, like, go on, go on his Twitter account so we can see what he says. You're a uh, fan of John Stewart. I'm a fan of John Stewart because I said. He's left. He No, he's not. He's center left. Mm-hmm. He sent her left. He called that Nancy Pelosi on his show and made her look like a fool. Mm-hmm. And he went up there and fought for the firefighters from 9-11. Oh, big so, time. I mean, that's so what I he's don't been know, working on. I don't on know if he's left. Years. I don't know if he's as left as you think he is. I think Please. he's center left. But I think we need him. I think I mean, he go, go to Twitter. Show. Go type in John Stewart. Uh, just type in Twitter on the top. No, no, no. Just put John Stewart. Uh, uh, okay, go to Twitter and type in John Stewart. Two T's. Ooh, so you guys are in the same community. Twitter. Got it. Got it. So, Kai, Mario's making you look good today, Kai. Yeah. If you watch, you know, Kai's well, somewhere in America. Some, he's Kai's he's somewhere laughing. right he now really celebrating. You said, you said. Type uh, in, uh, go to his account, John Stewart. Uh, I'm not sure what his account is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't believe Somebody can't. help us out here. On go to. Maybe he's, he's not on there. No, he is on there. He's 100% on there. He just, he just has a unique. Oh, right there. The, uh, the dog all the way in the bottom. All the way, that's him. Yeah, believe it or not, that's him. Click on that. Okay, one million followers. He's following one person. Jeez. And the one person he's following, I think, is Wendy's. I think, is it Wendy's? Arby's. Arby's. He trashes right. them on a tweet, but go we, back. We have the tweets. <laughs> go back. Okay. okay, so he puts up on the 31st, I believe compromise is the heart and uh, that out of progress demands concession. So to the right in exchange for universal health care, I will uh, allow all the future. Mario, what are you doing? I'm <laughs> reading. Like Mario, what are you doing? I'll allow all future space leaders to be non denominational. What compromise do you propose? Remember, there are no bad ideas, unity. <laughs> the stuff he says, yes, I've come back on you, much like one of your nasty, nasty sandwiches, Arby's, right? Yeah. Because Arby said, hey, thanks for whatever. So if I do really well on here, I get to be president. Yes? And he's got yeah. 484,000. Tr- so it's mocking I, Trump. Yeah, I think it's cool, though. I yeah. think I think Stewart, you know, I enjoy Cuomo, his perspective. I, I, I don't know if uh, Carson's going to run or not, but I think that kind of a personality would be very interesting. By the way, eventually Shapiro's going to run. Yeah. Eventually Shapiro's going to run. It just may not be in the next 15 mm. years. Eventually he's going to run. I think we're going to have think, to hear that voice. I think we would do a disservice if we didn't address the most likely leading contender, other than Trump himself, is Nikki Haley. She's a reasonable, Let's moderate. Just, let, let me just read a Republican. little bit of what people said. Here's what people said. The mm-hmm. Sanderson gnome, okay? Tulsi and Jocko. Uh, DeSantis and Tulsi said, I'm young. 
Madison Tulsi said Dennis uh, McGriff. Nerlin Joseph says Candace Owens. Ian uh, Wynn says Patrick B. David 2024. I, how about Patrick B. David Soy Boy? PBD Soy Boy done. campaign. We got to put done. that 2024. This will be our we got. Favorite. We got to make We'll put our face on a milk carton. Done. <laughs> we'll get Nancy on that right now. Yeah, we get Nancy, Nancy we're going to need my right face now. on a milk carton. Okay, Tulsi, Tulsi, Tulsi says Pre-Yoman Roy Shanley. Tulsi, Trump and Tulsi. <laughs> Trump and Tulsi. Shapiro and Crowder. Uh, uh, Shapiro and Crowder. Mark Cuban. Uh, doesn't matter who is president in 2024. And then you got Ted Cruz, Tulsi, Crenshaw, Haley, Tim Scott, same name. Tulsi has been demonized and ostracized by the Democratic Party. By the way, this is what's needed. Meeting more people talking about you in different platforms. Tulsi's makes, made herself so relevant in different but People want her. Mm-hmm. This is very good. It's a good time yeah. to have momentum because she's got three years to create that kind of momentum. It's actually a very good sign that other people are saying this. Uh, 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 who else? Got? PBD and Sauce, Irvin. Jock, okay, so we got more. Anyways, a lot of people are saying, you know, different names. But you said the leading candidate. Okay, one person here, Brando Commando, gave $5 and said, I got Republicans, Matt Gates. Okay. No way. Good-looking guy. You're not a, you're not a fan of you, Matt Gates. I, I mean, I, He's I mean, Shonda's I, cousin, by the way. So Ted Cruz. Really? Josh Hawley, Greg Abbott, DeSantis, Democrats, Kamala Harris, Newsom, Bob Iger, Mark Cuban. Good list. Bob Iger, Newsom. Right, so when you say someone like Iger... See, I'm thinking who can get out of the primary and actually win the general. Someone like Bob Iger can. Someone like Nikki Cannot. Haley can. Okay, Bob can. Iger. Okay, so Nikki Bob Haley could be president. Can. Bob right? Iger could be president. Yes. And he wants to, by the way. Okay. Democrats like him. Uh, smart business guy. Traditional conservatives. You know, I don't know if he'll have the MAGA community. Nikki he's, Haley. He's, he's left. Okay. Yeah. But his family, parents are left, and he grew up one. We, we've all them. seen you could do great. Like Ted Cruz could do great in the Republican primary. That guy's never going to be president. I'm sorry, um, Matt Gates. You got to understand from someone who you know kind of views himself as center left. I'm looking at these names and I'm saying there's no way Matt Gates is ever going to be president of the United States with the what he's done and pissing off people on the left. Just like someone like AOC is never going to be president because no one on the right would ever vote for her. So you need to have someone who could reach out to the other side and get votes. That's what Trump was able to do in 2016. Biden took some votes from Trump in 2020. Obama was able to do that in 2012. Big tent, baby. So Ted Cruz, I don't see it. I don't see Trump Jr. I do see a Nikki Haley. I do see even a Tom Cotton. I do see a Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, Yes, Paul. I see what you did there. Yeah, I got a name for you guys. I Here just, we this, go. This just uh, started percolating in my head. This is a little out there, but stop uh, it. He's got different experiences, which I like. Ice Cube. No. I thought you were going to say John Elway or something no, no, because no. of how diehard of a guy you are. Ice Cube's run a business. He's he's in multiple platforms. I got someone for you. He's a person. Kanye. Kanye. He's gonna be. A, he's gonna be the guy. No, but Ice Cube is 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 rational. No. And and he he he's he. I think he grew up probably on the left. He's got more conservative principles now. He, he's he's kind of all over the place. He's polarizing in a Paul. good way. You right. ain't got no job. You ain't got no place to go. And, it's Friday. Ain't, ain't nobody going to F I'm going to get you high today, buddy. I can see that shirt, though, straight out yeah. of the White House. Straight out of the White House. I'm telling you guys, this is Mario. a marketing boom. Marketing. marketing. Yeah. Marketing. Pat, uh, I don't know how much time we have left. One hour ago. We're talking. One hour ago. News yes, just came out, and it's trending on Twitter. What's going on? Jeff Zucker. CNN president is yes. going to be stepping down by the end of the year. Oh. Jeff Zucker from CNN is going to be stepping well, down. Our by the friend end of the year. that was recording all his uh, conversations. What was that? What? What? what uh, who was uh, that? Yeah, yeah. It's um, announced his plans to step down one hour ago. 
at CNN. Okay, so he is stepping down. Um, what is the guy? Oh, Veritas, Project Veritas. Project Veritas. What's the guy's name from Project Veritas? I don't know the guy's name. Okay. Okay. Yeah, James O'Keefe. Yeah, yeah, he had a recording of their calls that he had, yeah. and he made it public, and people listened to it. So, I don't know if that's the case. I think CNN is taking a massive hit. I think yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna say. Is what's the upside for him staying? Trying to, I mean, ratings are going to be lower for for news media. Over the next four years with Biden, he's just not. People just obviously don't give a shit what he has to say as much as Trump. Whether you like Trump or not, you you listen to Trump. I think he said, "Listen, I dealt with the Trump era. I'm out. Let me just take my couple hundred million and and keep it moving." Uh, but we're talking about odds here. Yeah, we're in Florida. We talked about DeSantis. We talked about the NBA bubble. What's this weekend? It's Super, Super Bowl, Bowl baby. Mario. Who What's do you got? Super Tell Bowl. us who should we be betting on. Uh oh, I don't bet against goats. So, wow. Well, we so got the, straight we got, up. We got the real straight goat up. versus the you're baby goat. You're gonna go they for say. Tom Brady. <laughs> so huh. you're saying Brady's gonna win it? Yes. So Experience. Tampa Bay. You're gonna put Brady against Mahomes. Yes. Okay. It's gonna teach uh, a young buck a lesson. You think Send so? That'll be twice he lost in the playoffs. By the way, you're gonna. Paul, what are you saying? Yeah. Uh, I'm rooting for. By the Tom way, Paul, Brady Paul actually knows sports. Paul actually big knows time. sports. Big time. I'm rooting for the Buccaneers. I think they have a puncher's chance, but. The Chiefs are the better and more consistent team. Did you yes. hear about the whole COVID thing with the uh, Chiefs? Yeah, the no. barber. The barber got barber COVID and he cut 20 guys' hair. And oh they all, do you know the players have to test negative five days in a row to play? On five days in and a row. And Pat Mahomes got the haircut with the barber as well. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. If yeah. you lose because of a barber, I mean, that barber, like, I mean, they, they guys from Vegas are going to go find this barber and you're going to say, damn it, you cost yeah. me 20 million bucks. I think they would push the Super Bowl. I think there was zero chance they would. Oh, really? I, that, that, Bro, the Super Bowl is being played in Tampa this weekend. I don't if, know what if, kind of bullshit half, you're talking about. If half about. of the Chiefs are out, they're going to push the Super Bowl. No, they're oh, not. By the way, who, who else has said what you just said right now? Uh, probably no one. I don't know. I've never. They're not going to push the Super Bowl. No, you can't. You can't. Phys- if, if you lose half your team, because you, it's not like a replacement. Buddy, team. that's your responsibility. You should have followed the guidelines and been a little bit more responsible. I get that part, but you can't. You can't play the Super Bowl with half your team, and and what you, you can't just say it's a tie or. Do we'll you understand the, the amount of preparation the, they've put into the, having the freaking Super Bowl three days from now? I get it. But the like NBA, the, everything the NBA that they're doing, showed all the sports league about flexibility. Wasn't that what you put in your bench? I mean, then now we have like no, you don't have a anybody. million players you will on the lose. team for. The Super Bowl is going to be this weekend. Hoss. You will lose. Listen, House. <laughs> Ivan Drago's there, House. <laughs> you will lose. So, so I'm, Eric, you got anybody or nobody? Okay, who? Sam, you got anybody or nobody? Who? Bucks? Who do you have, Paul? You said the Chiefs? Chiefs, but I'm rooting for the Bucks. Okay, yeah. who you got? Well, I'm going to use your words to prove my point here. What's that? Okay. Uh, Tom Brady's the GOAT. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, the baby GOAT. Patrick Mahomes, they're, they're the favorite. KC's yeah. favorite, yeah. minus three. Yeah. We talked about odds. Patrick Mahomes, what did he do this past offseason? He signed a new $500 million dollar yep. extension, Contract. right? Yep. Half a billion bucks almost, yep. whatever it was. Biggest ever. Here's I'm going to use... Give me, guy with ex- give me a guy with experience, the guy with money. The guy with the money is going to walk away with experience. The guy with experience is going to so walk away. You got the bucks. I'm, gonna, I'm rooting for the bucks. Tom Brady, that's my guy. I've been rooting. In, in college, I, got, I skirted by by running book, and I took uh, Tom Brady's first Super Bowl, 2001. Patriots were plus 14 points. This is obviously under the Bill of Belichick era. They beat the Rams, the greatest show on turf. So I haven't gone against by, since. By the way, okay. let me ask you if you're watching this. Push thumbs up if you got the Bucks 
push thumbs down if you got yeah. the Chiefs. I'm actually curious. Push thumbs up if you got the Bucks. Push thumbs down if you got the Chiefs. Well, to be clear, comment. Don't push the, the no, no, no. Pla- pla- uh, smash comment, that button comment. right there. Not comment. No, no, not comment. You want them to. I want okay, them to do. I don't them. care if it's a negative comment or not. I don't really. But you want care. them it's to okay. hit the thumbs down. I want because that's how I can track it. I see right now seven ninety five okay. to seven. So if Where I do you see, see this, I'm look, buddy, right here. Okay, so seven ninety five to okay. So more people think the Bucks are going to win. Really? Why? Do, okay. I, I think everybody's just rooting for Tom Brady. But if you yeah. actually look at the logistics, this is going to come down to pass rush. Whoever gets the, generates more of a pass rush is going to win this game. All right, there, yeah, Matt people, Millen. People. This guy, this guy's going deep over yeah. there. Well, look, in the Tulsi NFC Gabbard, Championship Matt game, Millen. though, another concern: Tom Brady is throwing is is having a lot of turnovers right now. Listen, we all know our community ain't come here for the sports. Pat, we just give us your prediction. Yeah, Pat Mahomes, Patrick, Bet David, who you got? Let let me let me give you if both happens. Let me give you if both happens. I'll kind of give it to you from a, a, a different way. If Mahomes wins, mm-hmm. that's like. Kobe always wanted to face LeBron in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, Kobe, if Kobe goes in the finals. This and he, is, uh, if Kobe Brady's go, Jordan. If Kobe goes against the, in the finals against Jordan and beats the Bulls, yeah. there's always that argument. Yeah. Okay. okay. The, the, the reason why LeBron for the rest of his life is going to have the argument of you're not the greatest is because, you know, six, LeBron, Jordan, six championships, yeah. six for six, all this stuff. There's moments in history that you have to really capitalize. This may be Mahomes' most important game of his lifetime. For legacy. Purely for legacy. Mm-hmm. Because if Mahomes beats, I just got the chills, if Mahomes beats Brady, yeah. the chances of Brady going back to the Super Bowl, slim to none. At right. this, Running at, it back. I'm not going to say slim to none. I'm going to say 10%. Here's okay. why. Who's the most pissed off person in the world this weekend? Probably Bill Belichick. No one's more pissed <laughs> off in the world than Bill Belichick. Yeah. Nobody is more pissed off than Bill Belichick. You did this without me, bro? We did He's got $60 million to play with. He's going to put a team together. Okay? He's, about, he's got a $60 million Who does? salary that's got opening to play with. He is going to put a team together that's going to scare the hell out of everybody. Belichick. Belichick. Really? You don't give Belichick $60 million budget for a year. Why does he have $60 million? He's got, that's the number. He's got because okay. Cam. all the salary cap. Salary cap. He's got $60 million. Gotcha. Watch what this guy's going to come back with, which means what? Brady's the most hated player as competitor. Competitor because he keeps winning. Nobody like, nobody like Jordan. Nobody likes yeah. as a competitor. Nobody like Kobe. Everybody like Kobe when he retired and was shooting 27% from the field. Oh, mm-hmm. we love Kobe. Yeah, because he's not going to beat you anymore. You hated Kobe 10 years ago. You love Kobe now, right? Mm-hmm. They still hate Brady because he's still in the Super Bowl. Oh, right? yeah. Okay. Uh, if he beats Brady, fast forward 10 years from all the Stephen A. Smiths and Max Kellermans and Skip Bayless, they're all debating on TV and they're going to say, but the last time Brady went to Super Bowl, he lost to Pat Mahomes. Yeah. And that's why Pat Mahomes is now the GOAT because he beat the prior GOAT. da 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 and Brady has to sit there for the rest of his life listening to those interviews. So for Mahomes, lots of pressure. For Brady, a lot of pressure. Because Brady knows Mahomes can take it away from him. So they both have a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. A ton. My prediction. Here's my prediction. Whoever gets sacked two times in the first quarter loses. Okay. Whoever gets sacked two times in the first quarter loses the Super Bowl. Very simple. If Brady gets sacked twice in the first quarter, he's going to lose. If Mahomes gets sacked two times in the first quarter, he loses. What's your What's your analogy? You got to shake the guy up because there's so up, much baby. pressure. Gotcha. Shake him up. Sack him twice in the first quarter. Then you have a shot, okay? 
I think that's my prediction. I may be wrong. Mari, were you trying to say something time, or not? Just time. Yeah, that, that, that'd be my prediction yeah. to say. So give that. us a final score. Let's do it. I uh, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, uh, uh, last week when Brady won, uh, Tampa Bay had a solid defense. So I'm, you know, in, you know KC. So I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm going Tampa Bay's defense, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I'm going Tampa Bay's defense wins the championship. That's wow. my bet. So uh, I could be wrong. But, you know, that my bet is Tampa Bay's defense going to win the Super Bowl. So. Again, uh, uh, I hope uh, you're right, Pat. <laughs> I hope you're right. right as well. But you better respect this Mahomes kid. He's likable. He's crazy. He's a great teammate. They love him. He's a good captain. He's a good face of the league in every possible way. The NFL got so lucky having a Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So lucky to have a Mahomes because the NBA's the NFL is locked in the next ten years just because they have a good face. Right. Mahomes is such a great face for the league. So if he wins, I won't be upset. But I'd like to see, uh, it, my, my prediction is Tampa Bay's defense going to win this thing. Paul. How far is uh, Tampa Bay from here? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, uh, you know, less than four hours, three hours away. Yeah. All right. So with the last thing, we, by the way, uh, yeah. uh, let, me, let me do one more here to see if the odds changed or not. Uh, yeah, it's still people are saying Brady's going to win. Hey, if you enjoyed today's podcast, smash that subscribe we're button. We're back. We're back. We are back. I don't know how many times we're going to get back to, but we are back and. Uh, you know, we're going to mix things up, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, depending on how this does and it grows, we'll, we'll increase the level of commitment we put into this. Don't get me wrong. We had a lot of fun. We enjoyed this ourselves. I've really enjoyed this. It's a very busy time of my life right now. These guys know how busy I am because they see me every day, what my life looks like. Mario yesterday came in at 1130. I'm, what, what, what I look like yesterday when he came into the house? Phone to the right, leg extended, face down, knocked out, listening to audiobook like this. I was listening to the motive. Sleeping. Knocked out on the couch because I'm trying to finish this audio, but I'm gone. Yeah. I said, why don't you wake me up? I said, he says, I, Pat, I, I went. I had two tangerines. I opened the fridge. I walked around. It got noise. You still, I kept saying, Pat, Pat, Pat. You still didn't wake you up. You needed some sleep. <sighs> it was, woke up you know whose fault, you know whose fault it was what's though. that I'll go, no, go ahead. We'll go up I woke four. up at 4 o'clock this morning and everything was about notes notes strategy strategy notes notes yeah. from 4 o'clock I couldn't sleep you Wait. know who I blame your friend Jerry on the airplane didn't let you sleep Jerry you know Frickin what Jerry. oh by the way I gotta give a shout out to a friend okay. Ruth two people I gotta give a shout out to and I know like it, Ruth I, I'm at the beach the other day celebrating Tico's birthday Tico turned 9 years old my son Tico, my Tico. first son man Patrick I'm so Jr. I love this Patrick kid Patrick Jr. Uh, so proud of a man on what he's doing and who he's becoming but turned 9 years old the other day uh, Dylan says hey dad people in school ask me if my daddy's rich what do you say I say you don't go bragging about if your daddy's rich or not but they're asking I said no our family's business is our family's business and Dylan says so I said what are you going to say if they ask you well if they ask me I'm going to say we keep those kind of information to ourselves. Okay. <laughs> then do it as Tico says, Tico says, yeah, but I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Because if they ask, I want to answer because I don't want to lie. I said, Tico, what would you say? My dad has money, but he's very modest. You realize the first time I used the word modest, I was in my late 30s. Like, yeah. what do you mean modest? You know, Nine years old. Nine That's years literally old. Literally what he said. He yeah. says, my dad's modest. But shout out to Ruth. We're at the beach. I'm hanging out with the kids, celebrating Tico's birthday. Mario's there. Melva's there. You know, Mickey was there as well, I think. Yeah, Mickey was there as well. And all of a sudden, I start talking to this family because the kite I was using, all of a sudden, this husband and wife are sitting there concerned because the wind is moving. It boom, comes down crashing. They thought it was going to hit them. I missed them by like six feet. And so they're like, okay, I'm glad it didn't hit us. I said, no, it's all right. It's cool. So we start talking to them. We exchange phone numbers. Then I walk away. This lady is nursing her kid. And sitting there with her family, with her husband, Jonathan, I think that's his name. She's got a 12-year-old, a 9-year-old, a 5-year-old, and a 3-month-old baby. 
this lady that's sitting right there. She says, you have one other fan here. I said, who? I look at her husband. He says, no, Ruth, probably late 60s, Mm. early 70s. She says, I listen to the entire podcast and what you guys say. And I promise, Ruth, before I forget, Ruth, shout out to you. She's from upstate New York and our north of New York is visiting her niece here. Just had a very pleasant conversation with the family. If Ruth, you are listening, shout out to you. And the last shout out I do want to give is, uh, I posted this on Instagram. I just kind of want to say this here is because as a kid, I was growing up. I had uh, I got a call last week with uh, from my sister, and she said uh, uh, Luther Alhase passed away. I call him Uncle Luther, but you know Luther Alhase passed away at 95 years old. This is a, a Syrian man who was very successful. He owned country clubs, golf clubs. He lived in a beautiful home in a cul-de-sac right next to Snoop Dogg with a you know birds. Uh, what do you call it? Cage with collection of birds and his Jaguars parked outside and a basketball court, a tennis court, a pool jacuzzi, you know, just the whole thing. This is like, this was a guy I looked up to. And at young age, every summer, I would go to his house once mm-hmm. my dad would take me there. And I would watch him. You know, wouldn't speak to him because he was Luther. But I would watch him. He had a picture of himself and Al Gore in the billiard room. He had a picture of himself as an entire family, like 30 of them, all dressed in white. And he would sit there and debate his kids. Why did Jesus do this? Why do you think going on with this? Who's going to win the championship? I disagree with you. He would constantly inject debate in their family, right? Mm. And I looked at him. I said, what does this guy do? Dad, he's a business owner. So one day I want to be like him. From that age, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, every time summertime I'd go see him and then I joined the military, didn't see him again. But I said, I'm going to go be successful because if this guy ran a business, I'm going to do the same thing as well. You know how he started his business? This is how he became a millionaire. What a great story. He's at a bar. This is the myth everybody says. No one knows the 100% truth, but this is the story. Yeah. He's at a bar. A guy on the side of the bar says, hey, man, I got a big load. I'm trying to move up to Russia, but I need a massive truck, and I don't know how to do it, and I'm willing to pay premium for it. And he says, man, let me see what I can do about this. At the end of the bar, a guy is selling him a massive truck, not a bigger than 18-wheeler to move stuff, and he tells the guy, how much you selling your truck for? Because this guy's going out of business. He gives him a dollar amount. He goes to this guy and says, how much are you willing to pay me advance? The advance he gives him mm-hmm. ends up giving him enough money to buy the truck. He takes the truck, moves the stuff to Russia, makes his money, comes back, starts a transportation company, and leaves Iran on time when the two men was only a few dollar, few two men a dollar, comes here with the money, becomes successful, runs a business. He's got the best, best man. Everybody in his family so accommodating. These people have treated me royally. His uh, son, Vladimir, when I was a kid, I was part of a... Uh, organization called the new new century uh, century city new century city basketball association where they brought troubled teens you know from mara sabatrucha from blood crip you know everybody and we would play basketball and he was our coach so he kind of brought kids together and he would uncle play Luther. with us not on his son lied oh, son gotcha and i wasn't at the best phase of my life at that time 14 year old knucklehead and he injected belief and he was patient this entire family so two years ago, uh, uh, I'm so glad this happened because he needed to hear it from me. Two years ago, we were at Rafi's place, maybe a year and a half ago. Mario, either you were with me or Tikran was with me. We were at Rafi's place, and I spot him. So I get up and I go to him. Paul, may have been you. I don't know who was with me. One of you guys was with me. I go up to him, and his daughter's there, and uh, Jackie, and she's like, hey, how you doing? You know, all this stuff. And I say, Uncle Luke, I have to tell you something. I, I, I think you have to hear from my mouth. He says, what? I said, you changed my life. I am who I am today because of you. You inspired me. When there was no example of massive success in business and life, I love my dad. He shaped me to be a man, but in business, I never had it. 
you were it. Because of you at a young age, you inspired me to become who I am today. Without you, I am not where I'm at today. You see tears in the guy's eyes. Really? I said, look, you probably have impacted so many people, but I, wa I wanted you to hear this from my mouth. And he remembered you. And he, of course, remembers okay, me. We've had many conversations. Yes, yes, yes. He starts getting emotional. Oh, he sits down and walk, and I go back and I have my dinner. And then last week, I get a call from Paulette saying he passed away. So broke my heart. My spirit was broken mm -hmm. for a day because <laughs> this is one of those uh, special uh, Assyrian leaders amongst other leaders. And, uh, you know, I look forward to uh, 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 replacing and setting a great example for that community. So I just wanted to give a shout out to the entire al Hase family. I love you guys. May he rest in peace. My condolences goes out to you and your entire family. The Assyrian community lost an incredible leader, but his example is going to develop so many great leaders to represent around the world of what other young Assyrian leaders can do. So shout out to the entire Hase family. Uh, and those of you guys that don't know who he is, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's important to me. I wanted to take this moment, this platform to give that shout out to the family. I appreciate you guys that stuck around to listen to this. Uh, had a good time on the podcast here with everybody. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, can't wait to do this again. I think we have it scheduled for next Tuesday. What time? Mm -hmm. So the challenge with it is we're debating whether we do 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Why don't we Time. Ask the audience? So let me ask you guys this question because this is what, since you guys are here uh, till the end and, and uh, uh, you're pretty much the true value tainers that are here with us, at the end, do you want us to do it 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time? Here's the difference. I, I want to do 8 a.m., okay? I want to do 8 a.m. So 8 a.m. means 5 a.m. California. 9 a.m. means 6 o'clock California. But the content that we talk about, it's worldwide. So some of you guys are Europe. Some of you guys are Saudi Arabia. Some of you guys are Dubai. So we got people from all over the world. Do you want to see 8 a.m. Eastern or 9 a.m.? If it's 8 a.m., press thumbs up. If it's 9 a.m., put mm -hmm. thumbs down. I'm curious which one you want to see. So let's take a look here. 8 a.m., 8 a.m., 8 a.m., 999, So Is it possible to do a poll on Instagram? Possibly? I tell you, it's looking like it's eight. More people are asking, oh, by far. Are you seeing it or no? Yeah, I'm looking at comments. Are you looking yeah, at I'm it? It's at more comments. eight than 9 a.m. Uh, Andrew said you'll lose West Coast. I'll probably get, lose you for an hour and you'll join me, at, join me at six. So here's what I say we do. Here's what I say we do. Based on what a lot of people are saying, 8 a.m., next week we will test... Tuesday, 8 a.m. Fair? Got it. Next week, Tuesday. Am I in town next Tuesday or no? Uh, Z said we're confirmed for but Tuesday. But the following week, I'm not here at all. So we're not going to do podcast two weeks from now. But next week, I'm here the entire we week. We can post on uh, Vitamin Instagram. Okay, so sure. we'll figure it out. So next week, we're for sure Tuesday, Thursday. Yes. Okay, so next Tuesday, let's lock it in. 8 a.m. Eastern yep. Standard Time. 5 a.m. West Coast Pacific Standard Time. Good? We'll so you just that. got it. To next Tuesday, we're testing Eastern. So that's an hour earlier than we usually yes. start. We're going to test it. And we're going to okay. see data's going to tell us what's going to happen. Lock it up, Adam. Uh, uh, say that again. Lock it up, Adam. Yeah, so that's what we got okay, here. I'll again, hey, guys, if some of you guys were newer, smash that subscribe button. Thanks for joining us for the last couple hours. Really enjoyed. Looking forward to getting back to this. Adam, happy birthday to Thank you, buddy. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Special, Thank special you. shout out to you with your birthday. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.